Untitled Sports Podcast presented to you by the Low Lights Network uh, and Black Flag Entertainment, which, by the way, we are live streaming on YouTube, the website, blackflagent.online, and Instagram, which you might be watching right now. If you are, hello, welcome. Um, Instagram yours? No, the Low Lights Instagram. Oh, for real? Yep, yep. So, uh, hello and welcome. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about basketball, uh, mainly the NBA, mainly the 76ers. But today, I believe we are going to be talking about essentially what's happened since the NBA draft. A, a little bit of a review of the NBA draft, I believe, and the upcoming NBA free agency. So, first and foremost, Marquise, how are you? I'm, I'm pretty good. Nobody pretty good. cares. All right, listen, God moving on. Damn. We're going to go ahead and we're going to start talking about the uh, the draft. I think we, neither one of us predicted Paolo going first. I did. You did? I thought you said Chet. I said Paolo is the best player in the draft if I'm Orlando. Oh, yeah, Paolo. yeah, 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 yeah. I did. But but I don't think either one of us thought that the Magic would actually take him first. Did I you? Don't, I, don't, I don't think, I didn't think, I don't think I thought it, but I thought they should. I didn't okay. think they would, but I thought they should. Okay. Yeah, I I certainly didn't see that happening. I thought they would take Chet first. I thought the the at most it would probably be uh ooh, how did I forget his name already? Uh, Second pick. Jabari. I mean Chet. Jabari. I mean third third pick. Yeah, Jabari. Jabari Smith. Um yeah, I thought it was one of those two. Um I think most people felt like they both had the most upside out of the top 3. But, you know, I guess the Magic were, you know, I'm, the Magic have good young players. So I guess they're looking to build rather than get somebody who will hopefully develop into a superstar. They're looking for somebody who's going to come in and contribute right away. Like, Paulo, Paulo's ready. Like, he's, yeah. he's the most, like I said this last podcast, he, he's ready. Like, he, yeah. he's NBA ready body-wise. I think mindset-wise, he's NBA ready. And uh, I think I think that was that was the 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 best selection they sh- they they uh, could have made. It was smart, and now they have an actual cornerstone amongst all the other young pieces they have in Orlando. They have a cornerstone now. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think he's he's gonna come in. I think he'll be pretty much immediately a like maybe ten to fifteen point per game scorer. Ten to fifteen, not more. If not more, I, I mean think, the, I the think... problem. I, think I don't think he's, he's going to jump be, straight to the 20s. I think he's going to be 18, 19s. I don't know about high that. High teens. High teens, I think so. You want to make a bet? I don't, I don't know about that. Only because, number one, they're going to play some really good teams who know that he's going to be the main guy. And they, the Magic are really guard heavy. Like, they have, really, they have scoring guards. Like, I don't know if he's going to have the ball in his hands nearly as much as he did in like Duke. So but I think I think if I'm the Magic, I will emphasize that he has the ball in his hands because he's my future. Like everybody else on that team, that's true, is expendable, except for I guess Wagner. I think I would keep Wagner, but everybody yeah. else on that team is tradable. What about Suggs? Suggs is cool, but he's showed already that, like in college, he is injury prone. Yeah. Yeah. So I Paolo Wagner, they should get the lion's share. Uh, 
of the shots. Um, you're already not going to win a lot. It's the, the magic. Um, yeah. But still, I, I would emphasize that he gets those shots. Because, like, I look, mean, at, look at look at what we did. Like, Joel was literally sitting for two years. but yeah, once, that's once, true. And Jalil was a starter. Once Joel got back, Jalil ass is on the bench. So, but he was so much. He was already so much better than than Jalil, and I think I think even if because the thing is we only drafted Jalil because Joel didn't play. Right. Like in reality, if Joel plays his first year, we never draft Jalil Okafor. Which is crazy. We probably so went, we probably went with the Porzingis route. Right. Or even uh, I, I would have hated if this happened, but Chris Dunn. No, Chris Dunn was, um, uh, was the next year. Yeah. No, after – after, I'm sorry, not Chris Dunn. Um, gosh, what is his name? Uh, Moutier, Emmanuel Moutier. Ah, uh, yeah. Fuck. Yeah, because he was he was really high, highly rated, you know, coming he out of college. He wasn't bad. I did, Denver just kind of gave up on him. He on wasn't bad, and he had some injury issues. Yeah. Um, But still, I, I mean, here, at the end of the day – Moutier, Jalil Okafor, I think they both would have had a similar impact on the 76ers as a whole, which is little to none. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think, like I said, if we dra- if Jalil, if uh, Joel plays, we don't draft Jalil Okafor to begin with. So I think it was a lot easier to turn the keys over to Joel because we, we kind of knew that Jalil wasn't really the guy going forward, especially after the first couple of games when they tried to play him together. And it was really obvious that Jalil could not play with other centers. Yeah. 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 Um, so I want to hop into this, 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 uh, this, this conversation, um, the Kyrie situation, mm-hmm. like literally the title of this is Kyrie is Kyrie setting up the nets for failure. I believe, I believe it is. I believe he is. Like he literally picks up his option, uh, just just to basically. I feel like he's going to leave. I think so too. I don't know what his options really are. Like, it's tough as far as like teams to go to, or teams that he could possibly like teams that could want him. It seems like there's really just one, and it's that's L.A. But I don't know. It's like. I think I think he's holding on. I saw a report. It was a rumor that he's kind of holding on to the fact that he's friends with Kevin Durant. He's using Kevin and Durant. That, yes. Yeah, and it's like if you move me, KD is going to want to leave. So he's kind of like holding. He's like holding that over the Nets because they don't want to lose KD. But with him picking up his option, it's like he's giving them almost no choice but to keep him. Because there's nobody really who wants to trade for him. He also has to prove himself now. This is a contract year. Like he has to prove himself. He does. He he does, but then he doesn't. He does though. Because it's he, Kyrie. He does to the Nets, but not to anyone else. If that makes sense. There there are still lots of teams out there that are willing to overpay Kyrie. Breaking news, breaking news. Bradley Bro has declined his thirty six million dollar player option. Ooh, which so was which was expected because he's slotted to sign a five year, two hundred and fifty million dollar deal to return to the Wizards. Yeah, yeah. Which is is that is that really smart? For who? 
Both. For him or the Wizards? Both. I mean, for Bradley, no. Bradley, he no. paid. For, for Bradley, it depends on what his goals are. If your goal is just to get $250 million, then yeah, it's very smart. But I think if your goal is to win a championship, then no, it's it's not smart at all because you're kind of binding the Wizards' hands, especially since it's it's looking like the Wizards are going to try and trade with Denver for uh, Will Barton. And, done. Oh, it's already done? Uh, first off, Denver is stupid. And yeah. I don't want to say they're stupid, but they're stupid. You traded Monte Morris and, yeah. Will, and Will, Will Barton. Barton for Ish Smith and KCP. Yeah. That does not make sense at all. Um, Monte Morris was under contract. Is a great backup point guard. Is literally yeah. the prototypical backup point guard um, who started, could start, come off the bench. doesn't matter. He, do, he doesn't, you know, change up no matter what. He plays the same game. And Will Barton is just a bucket bucket getter. KCP, yeah. like we we've seen, KCP gets cold and then disappears. Yeah, exactly. Like, he he's gets, a he's a he's a pretty good defender, but other than that, he's pretty much just a shooter. And if he's not doing that, then KCP is probably one of the only people that can get cold offensively and get cold defensively. <laughs> like he, he will get cold defensively. Like LeBron literally yeah. was over there snapping on this guy. Because because he couldn't he wasn't guarding shit, so uh, I think Denver messed that up. I don't know yeah. whether this is a trade to clear space to go after something else, but if this is the if this is was the move for them, they fucked up. I don't understand it either, um, but either way, at the end of the day, I believe I, I might have to take a look at it, but I believe that adds salary for the Wizards. So if you're Bradley Beal and you want to make all that money, obviously, yeah, you can do it, but you're binding the Wizards' hands even further in their ability to go out and get somebody to help you win games. Yeah. Um, but if you're the Wizards, I mean, technically, I they, mean, they did make that move. I mean, it's Kristaps, but it's, yeah. it's not going to get you that far it's it's yeah it's that's not really it that's not what's gonna really do it yeah like Kristaps even if they do manage to win a pretty good amount of games Kristaps we know is still pretty injury prone so you you still have to keep your fingers crossed that he actually plays enough games for it to make any kind of a difference Mm -hmm. um and then if you're the Wizards the Wizards are one of those organizations kind of like the Trailblazers or you know the the I don't know. Like they're they're. It seems like their focus is just on remaining relevant. Yeah. Like they they kind of got it, that Indiana Pacer thing where it's like yeah they're okay being okay. Right, right. Like we just want to sell tickets and merch and just at least make the playoffs. That's it. If we don't win a championship, whatever. But we we want to make money. Like it's a business, right? Which you know everybody knows the NBA is a business, but. Few teams see it as solely that. Like most of them still want to be competitive and win. But some teams you can tell there's just like, you know, we want to keep at least one superstar and keep them happy so we can remain relevant. It's like um, Bradley And Bill. if you're that if that's what the Wizards are doing, then sure, give Bradley Beal two hundred and fifty million. But Bradley Beal and Chris Dallas Przingis are not winning and Will Barton are not winning you a championship. Listen, if I'm Bradley Beal, I'm taking that money. Um for the and simple fact, trade. yeah, yeah, take the money, request the trade. 
Like they can't take that money from you. Yeah. Take it. But but at the can. same time, but if that's the case, that's not smart because now you're narrowing the the field of when of teams who can actually take you. Somebody's gonna they're not just taking. Though. They're not just taking you. If, they're taking their money. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. If there's teams interested in trading in Rudy Gobert, there is going to be a fucking team that will clear out to get Bradley Bill. True, but how much are you going to give up? See, that's the thing. The Wizards, the Wizards are not rebuilding. Does that make if that makes sense? So it's like they're not want. They don't want to trade Bradley Beal. So if they do, they're going to want a lot in return, as opposed to somebody like Rudy Gobert, who the Jazz might want to move. Mm-hmm. So they're going to trade him to a team that could use him, but they're not going to ask for a whole lot in return. Like they obviously want a nice return. But they're not gonna ask for like your whole franchise. Yeah. Like if you if the Wizards trade Bradley Beal, they're gonna ask for everything. Can uh... so so you're really like even if you do get traded, who's to say the team that you get traded to is still going to be competitive after they move a whole bunch of assets to the Wizards in exchange for you? It's like the Kobe situation when we we're talking about when Kobe requested a trade initially to the Bulls and the Bulls. Like LA was asking for Lou Aldang and like all these other places, and and Kobe was like, "Well, who's gonna be there when I get there?" Right, basically rebuilding. I'm, I'm exactly from the same situation, but they head into. Exactly. So there might be teams who you know clear out for Bradley Beal, but at the same time, it's like, well, what's gonna be there when he gets there? You're you're better off taking if your goal is to win. Your the goal itself is detrimental to making a lot of money because you can't you really can't win. You you can't be the newcomer to a, a championship team and make the most money. All right. You just can't. Like that's just not how it works. Even when KD was with the Warriors, Steph was technically making more money, I believe. Steph was not making more money. No, because I was KD. Steph, well, no, well KD was signing shorter contracts. The reason Steph that they got they had cap space for KD one because Harrison Barnes they let Harrison Barnes walk. Yeah, and two yeah. because Steph was still getting paid eleven million dollars. Off the contract he signed when he was like injury prone, yeah. So they had cash space. No, no, I'm talking there. about after. I'm talking about after he got there. Because remember, after KD got there, they signed Steph to that supermax. Yeah, but they the the fact that they he still had that one year when he made 11 million. They oh yeah, had that no, flexibility to make to make that uh, thing. And of I course, wanna, I want to hop into but what team? What team is in that perfect situation right now? Nobody. That's that's a once in a lifetime situation that so a championship team is going to be in. Yeah. So like Brad, like that's a that's a you're right. Like it's a once in a lifetime situation. Typically, you can't go to a team that's already competitive, that's already like a contender, and you come in making that much money. The only exception that we've seen recently was the Sixers, and even then, they had to give up Ben Simmons, who was making a lot of money and two other pieces like one of our i think seth was making like what eight 12 million, million? eight million mm-hmm. and and andre was making like two so they had to give up three players one was you know perfectly fine but if you look at any other team in the league that's competitive right now like they don't have a 40 million dollar player just like that laying around that they don't want so you're going to have to give up a lot just to make the money work to get Brad. And if that's the case, like I said, what's going to be there when he gets there? So it's it's 
you taking that deal just to request a trade, it might not actually work out because there's like a, only a handful of teams that are going to be able to take you. Mm-hmm. Like um, if he does that, the he can kiss going to the Sixers goodbye because we would have to trade Tobias and other pieces for him. And by, if that's the case, we'd be left with nothing. Like <laughs> nothing. we'd be left with, we would literally be left with like four players. We would have Joel, uh, Matisse, Tyrese, James, and Brad. We would have to trade Tobias, Furkan, Shake, and then we would have uh, to live off of mid-level exceptions like the fucking yeah, Lakers do. And, exactly. Uh, I'm not for that. I'm not. I'm not going for that at all. Um, in a, in about seven and a half hours, we will hear a, a decision. James Harden still has not made his decision on whether he will opt in or opt out. There's reports yeah. saying that he will opt out, sign for a three-year deal um, so the Sixers can land P.J. Tucker. Um, and I want to hop into that P.J. Tucker thing. It's damn near confirmed that P.J. is coming to the Sixers on a three-year $30 million deal. A three-year, they said, ranging around $30 million. But the thing is, we don't have the space to do it yet. So how the hell yeah. is he? How the hell is he going here? Um, and uh, it just report that came out today that uh, Sacramento is interested in trading for Tobias Harris. And um, mm-hmm. I, I want to touch on that situation. That whole the the we, first we haven't even talked about D'Anthony Melton, the the addition of D'Anthony Melton. Um, right. Trading Danny Green, I knew like literally we said that there is a hundred percent certain Danny Green is not going to be there. When we traded Danny Green, I did not expect for it to sting like it did. I don't know yeah. why. I don't know why, but it, it stung. And yeah. knowing that the guy who's probably going to be the next one out is either going to be a combination of Matisse, Shake, and uh, Furkan, or Tobias as a whole. Losing losing Tobias is going to sting like shit. Yeah. Because not only did he show progressing – but he had to deal. He had to go through some shit. So when he yeah. gets traded, like it, it's going to it, like when he comes back, if he gets traded, if he gets traded, there's still an option that we keep him and we move all the other little pieces. But if he gets traded, that shit is going to hurt. But when he comes back, he's getting the standard ovation though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's getting the TJ treatment. Even better, maybe. Yeah. But it's like breaking up with a girl because of long distance. It's like really like you didn't do anything wrong. It's just not working. Yeah. Like, it's going to, it hurts more than if you, like, really were mad at somebody. It's like, I, I really wish it could work, but it's just not working. Like, it's, like the, it's the contract situation. It's And like I said before, you were like, going to trade Tobias Harris for somebody who plays like Tobias Harris. Yeah, you're going to trade Tobias Harris and immediately start looking for a cheaper Tobias Harris. Yeah. And that cheaper Tobias Harris might be in Sacramento, and his name might be Harrison Barnes. Perhaps. Perhaps. I mean, perhaps. But I, if I'm not mistaken, Harrison Barnes' contract is almost up, right? He has one more year left, yes. Yeah. So, But bird rights. As long as he doesn't – well, yeah, bird rights. As long as he doesn't – if we were to trade – you know, for for Harrison Barnes, 
as long as he doesn't try and like request a whole bunch of money next year or expect a whole bunch of money next year. And I hope Daryl Morey and, and Elton Brand, mainly Daryl Morey because Elton got us into this situation. I hope they're smart enough to know that just because he works for the team or he fits, I should say, doesn't mean that he's worth a max contract or a whole bunch of money. See, cause like one, if you trade and you're trading Tobias, you're most likely going to have to package Mati- Matthias, yeah. <laughs> Matisse Thibault. You're most like Matisse Thibault or a draft pick um, to to Sacramento, um, yeah. because you, you gotta you gotta if you're if you're doing that, you're most likely doing a salary dump, um, right? And I, I would there there is some pieces in Sacramento, plus Harrison Barnes because Harrison Barnes' contract just won't do it because I think he gets paid twenty two, which is reasonable, which is something yeah. Tobias should be closer to. Um, yeah. but, but we're desperate, so we give him max contract. Um, I I think Harrison Barnes fits in because one Harrison Barnes has no problem standing in the corner. Uh, he shoots. He's a catch and shoot guy. Uh, yeah. And Tobias became that sort of, but it was more so forced than it was natural. Um, and I yeah. think and he, I think it he works, was always much more of an on ball guy. It works both ways because Sacramento needs a guy who can get buckets. Um, yeah. when, when he, when he wants to, I mean, Tobias Pharrell, um, was almost an all-star before we traded him, yeah, traded yeah. for him, uh, in LA. So, um, maybe he goes back to that. Uh, Darren Fox is there. Sabonis is there. Um, maybe that could be a, a, a play-in trio, I guess. Uh, that's what they're, they're looking for in Sacramento. Um, I mean, I would even go as far as to say perhaps like, a. well, yeah, I, I guess I keep forgetting it's the play-in still, but I was going to say seven seed. But, yeah, I you mean, know. it also depends on, like, what's going on with – because I, I I haven't been paying quite as much attention to the status of Michael Porter Jr. and, and uh, Jamal Murray. But some teams might actually jump up in, uh, in the standings this season from last season, like a Denver, or depending on what other trades they make, perhaps, uh, you know, a Utah or L.A., uh, Utah was already pretty high, but like Phoenix might drop. So, you know, they might be if the Sacramento Kings did pull off that trade, they might be a little bit more competitive than people expect because Portland's not going to be as competitive yeah, uh, as last year. And they have a more free flowing offense. Whereas yeah. though our offense is Joel, 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 Joel's going to get double team, kick out, shoot. Yeah. That's it's literally, literally Joel, literally. Joel and James in half court and then Tyrese in transition. Yeah, so um, yeah, and and if 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 you're signing PJ, PJ could play the four. Like yeah. it, it's weird to say you're gonna put somebody six five at the four, the four, but yeah, PJ has played center, so like I feel like he's okay well, with that. And that's really a great, that's a perfect lineup because you get two players who are interchangeable between the three and the four, and they both can knock down threes. Mm-hmm. And PJ, PJ did shoot forty one percent. Good defenders, yeah, and he shot forty one percent from three. Um, and I think um, one of the things Anwar said is that he's sometimes a minus offensively. So is Matisse Thybul. <laughs> like, yeah, so is exactly. Matisse I would and, argue he cannot he cannot be as much of a minus offensively as Matisse. Now Matisse is a good cutter. He he makes good cuts. He. Uh, Obviously catches lobs. I haven't seen PJ catch too many lobs. I haven't seen PJ dunk it in yeah. years. Yeah. So, 
Matisse's athleticism is is a plus, but as far as just like skill, I would say PJ's more skilled offensively than Matisse for sure. Yes, for sure, um, he stands in the corner, corner yep. threes. That's what he's known for. Obviously, not so much in in Miami, but yeah. Miami. And PJ I, sets and PJ sets good screens too. Yeah, dude is like fucking two forty. Like yeah. he he's legit he's a fucking power back. Uh, yeah. I think I think he's... I would, I I would be okay with that if we could pull that off, it would sting like you said, but I would be okay with trading Tobias if that was the lineup we finished with, and that frees up cap like shit. Exactly, so mid, we could go out, we could sign the backup plus, center, yeah, and we in a, in a world I I don't think we would keep Matisse, um, even if we trade Tobias. He might be in yeah. that trade with the Tobias. Yeah. But having maybe a lineup of DeAnthony Melton, Matisse Thybul, PJ Tucker, a potential Harrison Barnes, and Joel Embiid, defensively, nobody's fucking with that. No, <laughs> nobody's no, fucking not with at that. All. It's just on the other side. I mean, well, Harrison Barnes can get well, buckets, so it's exactly Har- Harrison Barnes can get his own shot for sure. He's not as good at it as Tobias. Shoot? What did he shoot? He's not as and good we don't at it as need Tobias. Him to be that. We don't need him exactly, to be exactly. But Andy Anthony Melton, I would say, is better offensively than Shake. Yes. So he's not scared when he shoots. It doesn't look like he has a backpack on. Exactly. So I would say that we're still improving at least a little bit. Not to mention we still have George Niang on the, on the bench as well. So we we still have some offensive firepower. I would say the and the thing is like you can't. It's always about the balance between the starting lineup and the bench. Yeah. Some teams have a great bench, but their starters aren't as great. Some teams have great starters, but their bench sucks. That was us last year. Mm-hmm. Like we had great starters, but our bench was was subpar. We looked good in the beginning of the year, though. It, we did. We did. It was a much more balanced uh, team. And, and and the Sixers have to make space, like right. They they have to make space. You can't sign PJ with all these guys on the roster. You have to make right. space. Obviously, obviously, uh, James Harden factors in. If James Harden opts in, you have yeah. to trade Tobias now. Yeah. You have all of to this trade. is all of this is centered around what James ends up doing. Because like if, if if he if he opts out, um, signs a shorter deal. You can keep Tobias, but you have to trade some little pieces. But if he opts in, you have to trade Tobias. Like you have. If to you're, if James opts out and takes a shorter deal, you could move Matisse, Furkan, and Shake. And you Shake. have to have, you have to move all three. Yeah, and you would have enough space to sign just PJ. Yeah. So, is that, but we I, I believe so. George, PJ, mm. and Isaiah Joe and. Uh, Charles Bassey. All right, so I want to show you this. T- uh, Tobias Harris attempted 3.83s last year and shot okay. 36% from the three-point line. Harrison okay. Barnes, on the other hand, shot 4.7 and made 39%. That is what yeah. we need. Yep. <laughs> That is legit what we need. Somebody who does have does not have a conscience. When they get the ball, they shoot it. Yeah, and, and that is that is exactly what it, what, what what we need. 
Oh, see, breaking, breaking, Harrison, breaking, breaking. Holy shit. Momentum right. is building towards a DeJounte Murray trade. Oh, yeah. I heard that. I heard he's there. Like, Atlanta and New York are yeah. really looking at DeJounte Murray. Dude. And New York, really. New York is if, – if Dallas does not offer Jalen Brunson the money that, you know, this, the max, like, New York is definitely willing to give him that, that money. Also, also, if you're listening to this later, you're listening to this on the live. We are going to be doing a free agent special, free agency special tomorrow at five thirty. Yep. Is where we're going to start. Obviously, it doesn't yep. start to six o'clock. It's going to be. I'm expecting it's going to be trades before that. The reason I want to do this live is because shit like this is going to happen. Um, to, yeah. If it's shit like this is happening now, tomorrow is going to be absolutely hectic. Um, and 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 uh, tune in tomorrow five thirty. The Low Lights Network. Uh, we're gonna have other places, right? It's gonna be yep. Other it'll places. it'll be the same. It'll be the same as today. So we'll be we'll be live on Instagram like we are now. We'll be live on the uh, uh, YouTube channel, uh, the Low Lights Network YouTube channel, and we'll be live on the website blackflagent.online. Ooh, breaking news again! Bobby Portis has declined his player option, and he's now a free agent. And Miami Ooh. automatically has interest in Bobby Portis. Of course, of course. They got to replace. They got to replace PJ. Yeah, that's and that's so a great crazy. replacement. That's, that's so a crazy. great replacement. But Bobby doesn't pr- uh, defend on the perimeter as well. No, he's not. He's a, he's now, a solid. Now, he's a solid big body in on the interior. Yeah. But he yeah. uh, he ain't he ain't doing that. But he can he can shoot for a big man. He can shoot fairly well, mm-hmm. and he's a if pretty he's, he's hot, a he's yeah. fucking hot. Exactly, and he's a he's a pretty good interior defender. Um, but I mean, at the same time, Miami. I mean, you got you got Kyle Lowry, you got Jimmy Butler, you got you got perimeter defenders. Um, uh, Mark Stein just tweeted out: "Momentum is born toward uh, an immediate Dejounte Murray trade." League sources says known suitors are Hawks, Knicks, and Timberwolves. Ooh, Timberwolves are interesting. To make, Timberwolves trying to make some moves. They need some defense. What um, do you think? So what, D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell makes too much money. What would, what would the it would have Timberwolves be... be getting giving up? Because De- 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 Dejounte Murray makes like twenty something million. Twenty, maybe a little bit less than that. Or no, it's it's like nineteen. Yeah, it's like nineteen million. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, can I remember always fact check it. I mean, go they ahead. were because I remember he was making about the same amount of money as Sabonis. Um, or maybe a little less. Maybe Miles Turner. They they got some pieces they could trade. Uh, Dejounte Murray. Contract. Interesting. They just but resigned see, Torian Prince too. The Hawks makes less sense than the Timberwolves to me. The the idea of Dejounte Murray and uh, Trey Young that doesn't really that doesn't make as much sense to me. Mm. Because Dejounte Murray. Is making less than that. Damn. What? 17? 16 million dollars this year, wow. 17 next year. That's okay. a great contract for somebody who's just an all-star and average 18, 8, and 8. Yeah, for sure. Not a good shooter, but yeah. Defensive right. mastermind. And him next to uh uh let's say the Hawks trade from Hawks have a lot of things they don't need. Um, they have a surplus of, of a lot of shooting and things like that. Yeah. 
him next to Trey Young, who's terrible defensively, the playmaking both of them could provide, that that could be a scary. A scary it could be really duo. interesting. Definitely, it could be sort of similar. Even though neither one of them were particularly good defenders, but sort of similar to what we saw with Kyrie and James when they were both healthy, having two guys who can play on or off the ball who are good playmakers, but one of them is more of a sort of natural scorer yeah, while the other is more guard. of a natural sort of yeah facilitator slash point guard. But I think, um, I don't know. I, and I did, I did see that report earlier and it's, it actually said that John Collins was not uh, reportedly a part of the deal. I don't think they would want him. Because mm. I feel like he has a ceiling. I don't feel like he's an all-star. I don't feel – I feel like he is um, a rotational player, uh, a, a, a souped-up rotational player. Okay. Like an above-average starter. I don't think he's yeah. an all-star player. Um, definitely young talent that can develop. Oh, my God, my phone keeps going off. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like – I always feel like once somebody gets under Popovich, that's when you start to see who they really are. Some of their some of their potential, like what they can actually be. That's why they went out on a limb and drafted Jeremy Sohan, who I didn't expect to be drafted to the late teens. They drafted yeah. number nine. Let's 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 hop into the, the, the trade that happened. Obviously we traded Danny Green for uh Danny Green, our twenty third pick. For D'Anthony Melton, what do you just think about D'Anthony Melton? I like D'Anthony Melton. I think, I think he's a really good backup uh, point guard, especially for a team who doesn't really have much of a bench, mm-hmm. and he can literally come off the bench and just be whatever he wants to be. He he's not gonna have to come off and be like like we're not. It's not like we all right. We need defense. Put Melton in. It's not like oh we need three point shooting. Put Melton in. Both. It's like put. It's like yeah, just put him in and just let him let him be great. Like let him do what he does. And it's kind of like Seth, but Seth was more of a natural scorer. With Melton, I think you can just put him in and just be like, all right, look, just do whatever you got to do to point points on the board. Whether it's getting assists, whether it's shooting threes or driving to the basket, whatever it is, he can do it. I did not know he was as athletic as he was. Oh my God, he can and, get up and like and, hot, like up, up, I and like, it's sneaky too because he doesn't move. Six two. It's not. It's not particularly. Yeah, he's he's not big and he's not particularly quick either. He just rises. He up. just yeah, kind of like Matisse. Like Matisse is Matisse moves fast, but he doesn't look like he never looks like he's moving that fast. Yeah, but then he just jumps and it's like oh shit! Like and how did he get up there that fast? I don't know if this is me getting old or what, but he's only two years older than me. He was born in 1998. Okay, so he's four years younger than me. 24 years old. Okay. Just turned 24. That's a that's a good trade. Jesus. You get you get a little younger, and you get more athletic. You get more. You get a you know improvement on your bench, which was what we needed the whole time. Also, it seems that they're uh, they just pushed back Danny's guarantee date. It was supposed to be this at the end of this month, but they pushed it back to the end of January to see what Danny is. So I think they're trying to keep him, but they want to see what he looks like before Memphis. They guarantee. Yeah, before Memphis guarantees his money. 
Okay. Because he would be getting paid ten million. Um, so they want to make sure he he's good before they uh guarantee that, which is smart. Yeah. Which is very smart. Um, good for Danny. I mean, I'm glad. I am glad he at least got traded to a team that's on the rise. Yeah. And he could help them, like honestly help yeah. them. Yeah. Um, he's yeah. a good locker room guy. Uh, sad, like literally was sad to see him go, but you know this is a business and we need to compete. As long as he doesn't pull off, you know, an Iguodala. I think Memphis will be happy to have him. <laughs> Pull off the Eagle Dollar. And then he left and won a championship. So I mean Exactly. <laughs> I mean took- And they beat and they beat them on that road to a championship. Yeah. Yeah, but Memphis and- Memphis Memphis, if I would say something, one thing about Memphis, Memphis seems like they could be the next dynasty. They I s- mean they do. It's 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 rare you see a team that has that many good players that were drafted together. That yeah. were drafted to the same they're team as opposed together. to like trades. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're all young together. That's honestly Golden State was the last time we saw something like that. LA had a chance, but they traded everybody to get LeBron and AD. Typical LA shit. Typical LA shit. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know. There's not really any other team that I could think of. Oh, but maybe Boston. Like they drafted Marcus Smart and then two years later, or a year later, Jalen Brown, then a year later, Jason Tatum. Yeah. So that's close, I guess, but still, like, I don't think, I don't know. I don't, I don't really think Boston has the same level of potential that a team like Memphis does, only because Memphis is really, like, deep, and they're young, and they have a certain, like, edge to them that Boston doesn't really seem to have. I have a new question now. Yeah. Why are the Spurs trading trading DeJounte Murray? That's a good question. I, I think the Spurs well this I mean let's listen, the Spurs organization is not stupid. Like they're a they're a smart yes, organization. Hundred percent. They've managed they've managed to remain relevant even through years when they didn't have star players. DeJounte so, Murray, just to remind everybody, was the twenty ninth pick. Right. So they make good decisions as far as personnel goes and things like that. I think the reason why they might be making this trade is because I think they know that as good as DeJounte Murray is, he is not the answer. Like they need to draft somebody like the Spurs right now don't have the pieces to go out and get stars in free agency. Like they, they just don't have enough other good players to really attract big name free agents, Literally, so you're much their best better off. Asset to attract stars is the coach, exactly, and that that alone isn't really always best because no. we've seen LeBron say over and over again, "I want to play for Pop, I want to play for Pop," and he's never fucking. I don't think he's never even considered it, yeah, like seriously in any free agency decision. So, you know, that's not enough. You need other star players, and as good as Dejounte Murray is, let's face it, he's a fringe All Star. He's not. He's yeah, not he, a perennial he a all-star. He was a replacement. Yeah, so you're better off, if the goal is to get back into championship contention, you're you're better off moving him for draft picks and trying to just draft as well as possible because we know that they can. We know that they're good at drafting. Oh, yeah. Like, we've seen it, you know, before over and over. Like, Lonnie Walker is another good They another made good one of the biggest finesse finesses in NBA history, trading yeah. George Hill. For Kawhi yeah. Leonard, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then man. ended up, and then I believe they ended up getting Hill back anyway. Uh, no, 
Hill they, went. I thought then, they did. Hill went then went to uh they got Patty Mills back. Um Patty Mills yeah, played yeah. there, went to Portland and they came back. Um so George went to Indiana. So I th- I think they're they're like, you know what? Let's bet on ourselves a little bit, get a bunch of draft picks and just draft well. And eventually they're gonna put together a team that's young, like Memphis, that's young and has good good talent. And then the combination of that and Popovich will get you some free agents. Well, this because remember mean? the last time the last time the the Spurs actually got a big name free agent was Lamarcus Aldridge, and he went there because at that point in time Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and Manu Ginobili were still there. Over, yeah. yeah. So um, since then they haven't been able to do it. So they're they're really I think they're starting to realize that like you know what we couldn't make it work with Lamarcus and DeRozan. There wasn't enough around them. Mm-hmm. And DeJounte is not enough by himself. We're not picking high enough to get a superstar or to increase our chances of getting a superstar. And we're also not – we're not winning enough games to be a free agent destination. So kinda, we, we got to – goes back to what I said last episode. The worst thing you could be is in the middle of the pack. Exactly. Exactly. Which the Wizards are perfectly fine with. Yeah. <laughs> but the Spurs are not. So – this is, I think, this is like a preemptive move. Like, let's just get out ahead of this now, get as many picks as we can because we know the next draft is going to be great. A target, um, a target. I want. Um, it just came out 37 minutes ago. I'm like constantly updating my feed. Um, somebody who we should probably try to go out and get is uh, Juan Toscano Anderson. Yeah, I, it, actually, somebody I really want to come back. Because he's an NBA player, he's just not. He's just been flying around G League, NBA, G League, NBA. Who I really liked, and who's Joel's one of Joel's like best friends. But he actually was effective. I'm not just saying it because he's Joel's one of Joel's friends. But it's Justin Anderson. Why is oh Justin, yeah? Why is Justin Anderson not on a, a NBA roster on an actual like rotation spot? Like he made. And it not only that, not only that, if we can't get PJ, Justin Anderson could be that. That guy, that that dog, you know what I'm saying? Like he can, he has PJ's that in our back mentality. Pocket. <laughs> huh? PJ's in our back pocket. <laughs> He's coming. He's yeah. On the way. yeah. But, but if we if we can't, even if we could, even if we could, actually, in addition, in addition to that, yes. like Justin Anderson is, he's. Like he's a he gets into people's faces. Remember he, so, that Miami Heat series with him and Dwayne was going. Dwayne was going at it. Exactly. That's what I'm like. So I would be perfectly fine with having Justin Anderson back. And on top of that, he's a, he's a good defender. Yes. And he's pesky. Like, he gets on people's nerves. Yes. Like, you need that. And also, keep your fucking franchise player happy. <laughs> keep him happy. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not saying to you to fucking go get Hollis Thompson. Like, I'm telling oh, you. like Or Luke or, or Luke Mbamute. <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you go fucking find them. I'm telling you, like, he's he literally played in the NBA last year. Like, he yeah. was on the Pacers. Remember, he fucking said Joel for MVP. Yeah. And I'm all for bringing in guys on low contracts, like, as low as pot, like, minimum contract, league minimum contracts, just <laughs> to be bodies on the roster. Like, if it was up to me, if I was the owner of the Sixers, like, bro, fuck it. I'll throw 900000 at Michael Beasley. Why, why not? Why not? Like, just um, to have him. Just to have him. <laughs> like, you got guys on the bench who never play making that same exact amount of money. You're telling me each one of them is better than a Michael Beasley or a Justin Anderson or a, you know, uh, uh, Lance Stevenson. Like, yeah. Like, come when on. You, when you look up Justin Anderson, he, it says current teams 
with an S. Philadelphia <laughs> 76ers and Atlanta Hawks. So apparently he plays for both fucking teams. Apparently. Apparently. I mean, Justin Anderson. Let's look at his shit. Because I remember, like, we traded. I remember when we traded for him. We traded him to from Dallas to get uh, for Nernas Noel. Yeah. He shot 25% from three. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't He wouldn't like be that. a three-point shooter. He would be coming in to be a, a defensive so irritant. So replace Matisse, kind of. Essentially. To do the same exact, to play defense, cut to the basket, and catch lobs, and okay. make athletic plays at the basket. Okay. Um, also Get buckets wanna, and transi- transition. I want to talk about, um, before we hop into other, other shit, because my phone is literally constantly um, blowing up. Uh, I have, like, Shams, NBA Central, and Woj on fucking noties. So, they're <laughs> always posting. Um, I want to talk about the the players that we picked up, um, that we picked up undrafted free agents, and um, one in particular that really stands out to me is Sacramento Kings will let DeAndre Dante Divincenzo. Dante Divincenzo, yes, Dante Divincenzo. Uh, is a free agency. Okay. Um, one one player that we signed to a two way contract that I really like in particular is uh Julian Champagny. He okay. is. A defensive guy who can shoot. Like, he shoot it, like, with confidence. Um, he obviously has developed some other NBA things. Um, but, like, that, that like, I, if, if I, we should have an episode when we make bold, predict, bold, bold predictions and do, like, predictions for, like, awards, awards predictions. We should yeah. do that. Um, if I had a bold prediction, I would say Julian Champagne makes – our rotation. So we so real quick, I'm looking at the, the chat and Instagram live. We have a JNW five one eight JNW underscore five one eight. Yo Jalen. Yeah, he says, "What's the topic?" Uh, so the topic is upcoming NBA free agency, uh, and also uh, sort of a little recap of the draft and some of the the moves that have been made since then, or may be made, uh, or have been reported since then. That's the that's what we're talking about today. Um, um, and he also says we ain't pick NB up, and then some laughing emojis. I don't know who NB is. I, I well, I probably know, but I, I don't. I can't guess it. Who is NB? Say yeah, just say who NB is. Um, yeah, but we we got some, we got some, we got some, we got some dogs. I like uh, Aminu uh, Muhammad. Who's another okay. two way guy? Um, undrafted, undrafted, yeah, out of Georgetown, six five seven two wingspan, defensive potential. Um, another guy who shoots with confidence. Um, shot thirty eight percent, I think, last year in college in Georgetown. Um, I, we 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 gotta get guys who have, who I mean, who does something. We gotta yeah. start with the the project drafting. Like, yeah, Zaire, get somebody who's already does something really well. Like Zaire Smith was a fucking project. Yeah, Jaden and it Springer never worked is out. A fucking project. Yeah. Um, get get players who can do something. After a while, the guys who are just athletes but aren't particularly skilled in like any particular area, like I, I feels like it feels like the NBA is honestly moving away from that because there was a point in time where people were being draft, drafted based solely on athleticism and potential. It, it seemed like like the Evan Turner year, and even John Wall. Like, John Breaking Wall news. was... 
a sorry, great I point keep, guard, I keep, but I keep, it was uh, athlete. James Harden but, has declined. Yes. Has declined his player option. I'm glad. Tends but, to return on a contract in free agency that gives team financial flexibility yes. to bolster yes. the Ross, Rocket. Yes. The, the roster. Yes. That's, Thank that's you, what the James. fuck I'm talking about, James. That's See, what I'm if, talking about, James. And here's the thing. If you want to win, this is what you came here for. So yes, fuck the money. Fuck the money. Fuck the money, man. Like, you gotta, you've made enough money. He's he's had, what, two max contracts already? Yeah. So it's like, bro, if you came here to win, you got to do what's necessary to win. Joel has already signed his extension. He's already making his money. Tobias is already making his money. This happened before you even got here. If it's Listen. on you to make the sacrifice, then you got to do it. Joel probably would if he could. Yeah. Tobias probably would if he could. But he probably would for other know. reasons because he's trying to hear people here talking shit about him. Yeah, yeah, that that too. Hey, but listen, listen, this this is the the right thing. This you know next season looks more promising. Um, it it, it gives it gets me a little excited. I'm not gonna lie. Harden yeah. so focused. Win a title in Philadelphia next year. Harden returns to workout on court sooner than usual this offseason, pulling in his full fo- focus on 2022-23. That's what the fuck I like to hear. Exactly. That's exactly what I like to hear, bro. Listen, if we can if we can manage to get PJ Tucker. I think that legitimately if we can manage to get PJ Tucker and if we have to because we now we might not have to trade Tobias. But mm. if we have to trade Tobias and we could we could get viable pieces in return while at the same time cutting salary. I legitimately think we have a better chance of winning this year than we did last year. I got a question. Do you think Daryl Murray and James Harden already have a contract in place? Probably. Probably. Cause like if, if you attend them returning, I feel like that there's something said that you agree upon. Yeah. Because I think, I think the reason why he went down to the wire with his decision to, uh, to opt in or not, is because he was literally just choosing between the contract that was offered versus the 47 he would get now. I'm assuming he's going to get obviously more money over three years. And I'm pretty sure he would get, you know, probably less. If he gets in that 30, 27, 30 range um, a year, um, that benefits us a lot. Um, and then yeah. even if you still choose – now, if, if you choose to move on from Tobias, now that's a whole bunch – a cap – because that's seventeen right. million dollars left that he yep. would be making, plus yep. thirty million out the door, thirty-seven million out the door. Yep, that's a lot of cash space that you get a Gary Harris, who I really want them to think about trading, uh, to think about signing. Um, yeah. this is just good. Every, everything is looking good. I appreciate that. You know, um, he he wants to win the championship. I, I like that. That's the reason. That's one of the main reasons he left Brooklyn. Because yeah. those two already won championships, and he didn't feel like they cared enough. And I think because they've already won championships, what we're seeing now with Kyrie, this would have pissed James off. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole situation of his contract and, and, like, this game of chicken that they're playing between the Nets and Kyrie, like, I think this would have pissed James off. Mm-hmm. Even more than him sitting out because of the vaccine thing. Shout out James Harden one time, man. This is this, because this now this is about no, absolutely nothing except you being greedy. Yeah, this is winning time. This yep. is winning time. Joel probably hyping shit right now. I'm sure he is. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Right now. 
I mean, I would be if see the thing is too, Joel, like Joel's so used to stars leaving. Like JJ left. Not only Even, I mean, come you might back, not consider some people might not consider JJ a star. Yeah, exactly. Like JJ left. Jimmy left. Like guys got traded. Ben quit on him. Like this is the first time Tobias Tobias and James are the first two stars that Joel has played with who have actually decided to stay. So I'm sure he's extremely happy, and I'm sure he probably feels like you know, even more invested in James as a teammate. Yeah. I mean, they are because I'm sure, I'm sure after, I'm sure after the Jimmy situation, he's probably, he's probably not been quite as quick to get close with guys. And then you, you, you lose Jimmy, you get Al Horford the next year. Yeah. You trade Al Horford immediately the next year. And then the following year, fucking Ben quits on you. Right. So it's like I'm sure after crazy. all this, I'm sure he's he's sort of he's sort of and then I mean that's part of growing up too. You don't you don't you're not as as open with people, new people, as you get older. So I'm sure that along with just the history of some of the things that have happened with other star players on the team, he's probably not he probably hasn't been as open or, or willing to get as close with James as he probably will be now since James has shown not only his commitment to winning and winning with the Sixers specifically but also that he's willing to do what's best for everybody. And depending on the deal that he signs, it might be a long enough deal that he's like, all right, this guy's going to be here a while. Like, let me actually, you know, like start building a legit friendship with him. Cause you know, everybody knows Joel's in the fucking gym right now. Like Joel. And he probably isn't supposed to be, but he's probably there already anyway. In the gym. Cause I remember, uh, and his girlfriend, um, the, the mother of his child, like it's posting from uh he brought a house recently and like outer, yeah he's not in philly but like outside of philly just outside of philly and like she's posted in there so okay. he's still here he's still here and i respect that dog like listen i i don't, I don't deserve to take a vacation yet i mean I, I didn't expect him to go anywhere because he had to get surgery yeah that too so i didn't expect him to really go anywhere only, um, only got surgery on his thumb. I thought he was going to need it for his face as well. No, just the, just the thumb. But it's like his, it's his, you know, uh, dominant hand too. So yeah, that's a shooting hand. So that limits you in in a few ways, you know, more than just shooting. A lot. So of I'm people... sure I didn't expect I, I I didn't expect him to between the way the season ended and having to get surgery. I didn't ex- expect him to like take the vacation. Uh, I expected him to, to, you know, be here. Probably take time off, but not take a vacation. Josh Reynolds uh, says, a lot of people owe James Harden an apology, man. Do pull the Tom Brady absolutely less money to give Philly flexibility to make a squad around him and to be better. He clearly wants to win. It needs to be talked about. You're a real Absolutely. I don't think um, anybody in Philly owes James an apology because I don't think we've ever – Obviously, we we didn't know what was gonna happen. People are some people are split. Like, hey man, get your money. Some other people are like, we need you to do what we need you to do. <laughs> what you're paid to do. Yeah, but at the same time, I think the people who were mad at James Harden, who are Sixers fans, it had nothing to do with money, because we know that James is actually worth the contract that he had. Yes. 
as opposed to Tobias, where it's like, bro, it's the opposite. We like, we're like, hey, bro, listen, Jimmy. Yeah, like we love ready. you, but you're killing us with this contract. As opposed to James, where it's like, boom, like fuck the contract. We just need you to play. Cause like, we James, need you to just be James Harden. James is still an All Star. Yeah, exactly. Like he's still going to make an All Star team. He's still going to do these things. I mean, he, he was second in assists. When you ten point three. When when you get to a new team, and you immediately start putting up near triple double numbers with assists, mm-hmm. like like in the teens, you're worth you know high thirties and <laughs> like you're worth it. Even even if you know by the time we get to the playoffs he's a little bit drained, but I think now having a full year with Joel and Tyrese will like... probably and, and having a full year post uh, thigh uh, injury hamstring injuries, yeah. I, I think we'll we'll see a different James. Hopefully, hopefully he comes back. He's healthy. They say he's working out earlier than yeah. he's, he's ever done before. So hopefully this means you know everyone stay healthy. Please. Knock on wood, bro. Everyone stays healthy, and um, this this could be this could be a very interesting year. Going yeah. into the year, I don't think I've had the most like I'm hyped for this year. Yeah, I've never been hyped going into any year because 2021, I, 2021, I was I was pretty hyped. Not this hype though. What year? What year was that? I mean, 2021. What, what, what 2021 was, was the first. Uh, was the first Doc Rivers and Daryl Moore year. So we oh, we, Seth we got Curry, Danny Green. Yeah, we got we got Dwight and Danny and Seth and uh, we you know moved obviously Al Horford's contract. Um, that was the first year that I could remember being like, all right. Even before the season started, I was like, okay, we got a legit shot. I wasn't even hyped about that um, because Ben Simmons was still there. I, I, I like, I knew that the problems would reoccur. But and, you and- know what? I, I thought so too, but I thought that team was the perfect team to mask that. Having Danny and Seth next to him, I thought would be the answer. And Tobias, obviously, would be the sort of the answer to the Ben Simmons issue because you have a secondary ball handler you have uh, in, in Seth you have the guy who Markel was supposed to be and in Danny you have a three and D wing who's a champion who's a winner who you know is a good locker room guy and then in Tobias you have a stretch four who can play adequate defense and also get his own shot see so see, the Ben Simmons issue nobody can fix uh, a Ben Simmons issue because Ben Simmons is still the issue. That's why I yeah. never really like was like, okay, we're going to get to playoffs. They're going to key on Ben. They're going to sag off. Now James Harden, fully healthy James Harden, even when he wasn't on shit, they were respecting the three because they know he can he can hit that. And once yeah. he start hitting some, you got to respect it. You got to play up on yeah. it more. And now he becomes more of, of a facilitator. It becomes easier to him. Um, but so, see, I'm still not I'm still not ready to one hunt because with James, even when he wasn't hitting his shots, he still pissed me off. Cause like not hitting your shots doesn't piss me off nearly as much as not shooting. Yes. Like Ben not shooting is like, like all right, you're a bad you're a, Ben not shooting is like, all right, you're a bad shooter. I can understand why you're maybe a, a little afraid yeah. to shoot. But with James, when he when he it looked it, he was looking like Ben. Like he wasn't shooting at all in those fourth quarters and then, in like games. Five and six, I think. In game six, he shot four for nine. 
Bro, in the whole game. Shots. In the whole game. Yeah. Four for so nine. It's like, he played 43 minutes. Had 11 so, it, like, shit like that is what pisses me off. I don't care if you're not hitting your shots. Oh, shit. If you're not shooting, that's the problem. Atlanta Hawks are trading Danilo, Danilo Gallinari and multiple and first-round picks. picks for yeah, DeJounte right. Murray. Yeah. Oh, shit. DeJounte's coming, coming to Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, that's, that's going to be a duo. That's going to be a, 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 a – I mean, he's not going to pick up because Trey Young is, is probably the worst defender I've ever seen in my life. But it works <laughs> It works better. Um, DeJounte Murray, obviously the, the full deal is not out. Worse than Isaiah Thomas? Yes, because Isaiah Thomas tried. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas tried. His little ass was trying. Like, his little ass was trying. Um, smaller than Trey Young. Let's, let's yeah. all throw that in there. Smaller than Trey Young. Obviously, people was like, Trey Young's not even six foot. Um, that's what they say. Trey Young's not even six foot. Um, I mean, Isaiah Thomas isn't even 5'10", so. Yeah. yeah. Like, remember when he went into the stands in Philly? And he was uh, talking to the shit to the uh, person that said uh, they was booing him because they wanted to frosty. Yeah, what? <laughs> he was shorter than them. Yeah. Um, he said, "I'm sorry, I just wanted to frosty." Swaps. Oh, I got two two different things. Uh, the Hawks are sending three first round picks and, and future pick swaps to the Spurs for Murray, All Star guard. That's going to, that is going to be a fucking. Fu- it's going to be interesting. And now we got to worry yeah. about the fucking Hawks. <laughs> yeah, we have to worry about the fucking Hawks. Because the um, Hawks also, the Hawks also like part of the reason why they weren't as good last year was because of injuries. It, it wasn't, it wasn't anything regarding like, like actual players like leaving or just not being good. Like they're still, they were still a good team. They just had injury issues. So the Hawks are definitely a, a contender in the East. Question. I wouldn't say they're a championship contender yet. For the Hawks, this is a playoff move. Yes. You still yes. have John Collins, who you can still yes. flip. They're still a legit, I, I think, fifth or sixth seed. So for somebody to move in, who comes out? Of what? The playoffs? Yeah. In the top, in the top five or top uh, six, I guess. The, the um, who comes out? Uh, Let me that's refresh a tough one. Because it was, whoever, you know what? Toronto. Toronto. Toronto comes out. So this, this is everybody up. who made it. This is all eight seats. Uh, Miami, of course. Celtics, Bucks, us, Raptors, Bulls, Nets, Hawks, Cavs. I mean, Hawks were the eighth seed. Yeah. And ca- Cavs were what ninth? Cavs were ninth. Obviously, the play in factors in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cavs the Cavs. Hawks. The Cavs might take a little bit of a step forward because they're going to be getting Colin Sexton back. Mm-hmm. They got to um, pay him now. They got to pay him. They gotta pay him. Yeah, you're right. And he's asking for upwards but of I, twenty million. I think the Raptors possibly take a step back because they haven't they haven't done anything. They haven't fixed any of their issues. Um, obviously, they'll probably be healthier because I know Fred was dealing with injury issues. Um, but other than that, they haven't made any moves to improve or anything. They don't have any players coming back who are gonna make a difference. Whereas everybody else, like obviously Boston, Philly, um, Brooklyn, Miami, like they have the most talent. But out of those other teams, Atlanta, Toronto, Cavs, um, like they, those t- even Charlotte, 
like those teams are actually making moves except Toronto. Atlanta's making a move. Colin Sexton is going to come back for the Cavs. They got to pay him, like you said. But still, he's healthy now. Uh, even Charlotte. Charlotte's about to get a new coach. It's unfortunate they couldn't get Kenny Atkinson. I'm sure they're upset about that. But who knows? Them getting a new coach might be what they need. Um, they also, I believe, are looking to possibly move Gordon Hayward's contract. What happened? Oh. My phone is about to die. <laughs> oh my god. All right. But yeah, but but you know, Charlotte Charlotte and Toronto are probably the, the two most stagnant teams. I, I would say Charlotte at least has a better with, core though. Charlotte does have the better core, but they're in a worse position. So they're not they're they're not gonna get bumped down because they were already fairly low. I mean they were in the play in, but I think Toronto is the one that's going to get pushed out. And they got moves to make with the uh, the Miles Bridges decision. Um, exactly, exactly. And they were thinking you, of – I, I heard reports the, that they're thinking about moving Gordon Hayward as well. Miles Bridges might not get the contract he wants because he did some dickhead shit. Yeah, I did see that. Um, so I mean, that's the thing. Like, the Charlotte the, – that Charlotte team – It's super young. It's um, – they are – they're crazy, like young. They're not like Memphis young, where they're just like over uberly competitive and like talking shit. Like Charlotte, they got in. They're getting into some shit like off the court, like nothing to do with basketball. Like yeah. Miles and his music, Lamelo was like, I think he posted a, a picture of like a yeah, and I think Lamelo posted a picture of like him drinking lean or maybe that was miles that was, that was miles that was miles miles was yeah sleeping a blunt and drinking lean yeah it's like and he was trying to cover it up saying it's pink lemonade bro listen yeah and then fucking uh miles because one because apparently one of his uh friends yeah. who who's also a rapper had a line talking about if charlotte don't drop the bag then we go into the pistons like That's sir you can't from. you can't do that yeah but you can't say that like <laughs> you, you're you know? you're not a you're not a you're not a part of the NBA. You're not an NBA affiliate. But at the same time, people are going to see that, and they're going to like that's going to play into their decisions to offer Miles any kind of money. Not to mention the fact that his off the court antics are going to also play into Detroit's decision to offer him any money. Yeah, because bro, they really legit might not need him now <laughs> to be alive, bro. Like, yeah. We need you to be alive to play, bro. Like you got to be alive to play. Um, drink right. clean and do all that shit. Uh, and obviously, you know, you're a grown man, you do whatever the fuck you want. But like, if you're talking about a professional league where it's televised in multiple countries and it's and a you business can't, at the end of the and day. And you can't do whatever you want. You still can't even, well, you're not supposed to play games, even smoking weed. Like, like lean is a, is a whole nother issue. Yeah. Like you, you could legit get suspended like you you can get drug tested and get suspended for multiple games for that. We got some trade details on the trade that just broke. The Hawks are sending the 2023 first round pick via Charlotte. Ooh. Wow, that's a good pick. And their own 2025 and 2027 first round pick to the Spurs, the deal sources tell ESPN that was Woj. Um mm. dog. The Spurs 
They didn't even trade their the pick. Spurs are gonna the Spurs are gonna have two really good picks next year. Spurs? Between the Charlotte pick, if it's not protected, between the Charlotte pick and their own pick, they're gonna have probably two top ten picks. Question: Is it time to free Greg Popovich? Does or, he want or does to he leave? Retire? I don't know. That's like, I was gonna say. Like because the Spurs are gonna offer Greg Popovich money as long as he wants it. Yeah, that's the thing. Anybody, Greg Popovich is Greg Popovich's future is up to no one but him. There's only he's literally he's like he's like the coach version of Steph. Yeah. Like the the organization is gonna come to him. Like, what do you want to do? Only two play. Only two coaches in the league that has job security. If Greg. Greg Popovich does not want to be a coach anymore. And that's Miami and Golden State. Yep. Everybody else will drop their fucking coach in a heartbeat. Darvin Ham, we just hired perhaps him. Perhaps Milwaukee. Can go, bro. Perhaps Milwaukee. No, no, no. They, they would, they've been Mike Budenholzer. You think they'll fire, you think they'll fire Budenholzer after he's, they he's been won a, a championship two a years ago? He's been fucking hot seat for like four years. But they just won a championship two years they ago. Don't <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. That's interesting. I mean, I don't know. If it was Philly, that'd make sense. But I didn't see Milwaukee as like that kind of. No, kinda they team. legit were before that year. That that, that before that year, before that before that sure. But they just won. They don't. That's bro, what I'm saying. Now I think Mike. I think Mike's earned some job security. They don't care, bro. Like they don't. Like literally, if you look up Mike Ben Bootenhoser, there's like 17 fucking fire him accounts. Like yeah. there, he was literally been on the hot seat. Like they don't believe they believe that 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 not like it was a fluke, but it was a year where everything aligned up perfectly. Versus yeah. him being a good coach. Hmm. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, for sure, Spolstra and Kerr are not going anywhere. Everybody else is up for grabs. Everybody else is literally up for grabs. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> literally. There's, there's, but at the same time, if Pop leaves the Spurs, he's not going to coach anywhere else. Like he's retiring. Yeah, I would think so. Too. I think he's. I think he literally wants to just be, like, one team for his whole career. If anything, he might move into a front office role where he doesn't have to travel. He'll be moved right up. I mean, at one point, wasn't he the GM and the coach? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't think so. I think um, RC Buford has I know always. Doc, had... I know Doc was with the Clippers, and he got like heat for signing um, Austin Rivers. Yeah, I think RC Buford has always been the the Spurs GM for for a really long time. Listen, that Spurs franchise. Listen, we need to steal some people from that shit. We tried. Remember, we was about to sign Manu. We was about to remember send... Brett. Remember, we we hired Brett Brown because he was under Popovich. So we tried. We chose the wrong one. MAU Duca <laughs> was right there. <laughs> he right there. was. He we've was had so many, <laughs> bro. We've had so many assistant coaches that were probably better head coaches than Brett Brown. Under Brett Brown, we had MAU Duca. We had uh, uh, Mike D'Antoni. We had uh, what's his name? Who Monty Williams? Like we've had uh, even. I don't know. He got fired eventually, but even Lloyd Lloyd Pierce had some success in Atlanta, like oh, coaching that he got fired team. His first year. Like, I thought it was the second at the end of his first year. Yeah, he got fired. 
halfway through because Nate McMillan um took it and then that they went on that run. To be yeah. honest. Breaking news. Robert Kelly signs a 30-year deal <laughs> with the <a> prison. <laughs> I was like, there's a basketball player named Robert Kelly. He needs to change his name immediately. I was like, that is that's a terrible name. I would know it's no way I'm keeping that. He signs a 30-year deal, man. With the prison. With the prison. Good good for him. Good for the prison. I'm happy. I'm good. Yeah, good for him. I'm happy. That's where he, that's that's Truly that's kind of where, kinda he where he, he's found a home. He's found you know his forever uh, like, his listen, forever home. I, listen, the place where he should have been the whole time. I feel I feel like the, he should have been there the whole time. It's a perfect fit for him. Yeah. You know, um, he's gonna have a lot of teammates that that will yep. love to interact with him. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. Especially when the lights go out. I think I think when the lights go out, I think that's when everybody's gonna truly perform. And yeah. and uh, you know he's 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 gonna he's gonna be you know I think very. It's about open. the it's about the work you put in when no one's watching. Yeah, they're gonna put in a lot of work when nobody's watching. Yeah, for sure. And they're gonna allow it, you know. Yep. Um, yep. There are great locker room guys, and then there are great locked room guys. And I think Robert Kelly is is it's great locker room guys, and then there's great locked away guys, you know. Yeah, I think Robert's gonna shine in that role. I think he's definitely gonna shine in that role. Thirty thirty years, uh it's a big contract. Big contract. Yep. Big contract. Not a lot of money though. Not a lot of money. He made his money. He made his money. He did. <laughs> he made his he money. made his money and spent it. So, you know, he's he's good. Yeah, he, he yeah, he's 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 gonna be good. <laughs> he's gonna yep. be good. Um yep. uh man, um but yeah, I I I don't know, man. I'm since you brought up Popovich, has got me thinking about Doc now. I still don't know how I feel about Doc yet. Doc can go. I, I listen. I've been an advocate. Fire Doc. Promote Sam Cassell. Yeah, you have been saying that. I, I want it. Uh, I want it not just because it seems like our assistant coaches are golden, but. Yeah. Because I feel as though um, Sam Cassell would be a worthy replacement for Doc. Also, the players are, are very much, very much behind him. It's so tough. You know what's crazy? I'm, I've always been an advocate for new coaches. Like new, like first-time head coaches in also, the NBA. Because in the, in the NFL, you see it all the time. But in the NBA, you don't really see it as much. Coaches just bounce from team to team. But when it comes to the Sixers hiring a first-time coach, I'm always scared. <laughs> like... I'm all for it with other teams, but with the Sixers, I'm like. But like I but, said, but what about Larry Brown? <laughs> but like, like I said, every year for the last six years, yeah, you're right. Been no, a you're right. First time head coach in the finals. Yes, Doc has already been there. Sam Cassell has not. Yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. Uh, let's get him out. You know, you know. Doc has been to what? Two, also, also two finals. Right? Oh no, 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 just one. No, no how many? Two. Yeah, two. Two. Uh, 2008 and 2009, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, Lakers won the the two. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. No, because the was two thousand nine against the Celtics. I thought two thousand nine was against the Magic, and then two thousand ten was against the Celtics. No, two thousand. Mm, no, I think two thousand ten was against the Celtics. I mean, against the Magic. NBA Finals. Two thousand nine. Two thousand seven was the Cavs. Two thousand. 
2007 was the Cavs and the Spurs. Was the Magic. And 2010 was the Celtics? I am about to look right now, and I think it is. Yes, 2010 was the Celtics. Okay. These games were low scoring like shit. Oh, oh yeah. my God. 67 89. 79-83. You know why? <laughs> Defense, bro. And not as much three point shooting. Kendrick Perkins was a starter. So You know, um, it's like that was the that was the era of like the mid range. Not I, w- I wouldn't say the era, but like that those years, mid range scoring was like at a all it was like the highest uh for a long time. Like there wasn't nearly as much like back to the basket post up play. There was a lot of mid range scoring. Kobe uh, Rip Hamilton, Tim fucking Paul Pierce, LeBron. Like there was a Tim Duncan, yeah, Kevin Garnett, Elton Brand. Like there, like most much. of the highest, most of the highest scorers were like high mid range shooters and mid range scorers. There wasn't a whole lot of like purely like three point shooters, and there were almost no back to the basket scorers. Um. Come on, like my phone's been dry. It was just going crazy. Come on, man. You gotta get <laughs> you gotta give me some more. I'm hyped up for, especially for tomorrow, man. Tomorrow is going to be crazy. Once again, we are going to be streaming tomorrow at 5 30. Uh, yeah. free agency. 5 30 p.m. Atlantic. No, what is it? Eastern time. Eastern Atlantic, Atlantic American time. Because we do have yeah. people from other places. Other yes. countries watching. Um Yeah, this is this is uh this is this is gonna be dope. Mm-hmm. I feel like I can't I feel wait. Like I wanna I wanna stream. We've been recording for an hour hour thirty minutes. I wanna do another thirty minutes just in case some shit happens. But after that, I feel like I feel like once we stop streaming, some some crazy shit's gonna happen. Like Tobias is gonna well, be I mean, Be because because we're starting early tomorrow, we'll have a half an hour to to talk about whatever happens yeah. tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. And we obviously, if, if you're watching this now, always, uh, of course, follow us on our social media, Instagram, Twitter, because uh, me and Marquise will, uh, of course, be posting about whatever happens, even during the times when we are not streaming or uh, Have recording. You, um, I mean, I mean, said it. Have you logged into the Twitter, the Twitter account? I just made. Not yet. Not yet. All right. So I made. I made a new one. Um. Okay, it's the same login for Instagram. Got it. Cool. Um, it's, it's so much happening. So let's so let's Frankie get back. New- no, I'm sorry. I just I'm just practicing. Let's get tomorrow. back. Let's get back to because there was one team that hasn't really done much of anything yet, but they were a good team last year, and I'm intrigued to see. If they do anything, and if so, what? Because they have a star player who might be on the move, and that's the Bulls. The I, Bulls haven't done anything. I actually think the fact that DeJounte Murray was traded makes me think that Zach Levine is going back. Um, to the cause, Bulls? Because Zach, Zach Levine was linked to the to the Spurs. Obviously, DeJounte Murray, him, both from Seattle. Um, and... Uh, I think I think he's going back. I think it was reports that said he's he's going back. Obviously, they could offer him the most money. My phone just went yeah. off. Um. Okay. Chris Chris Haynes has expected to enter 
free agency. Um, that okay. is a reporter. <laughs> Both okay. ESPN and see, this is legit what they just posted in the oh midst of all this shit. It says oh both. I lied to you not. It says, is that like is that like their way of saying, "Hey, Chris, you're fired." <laughs> Look, Chris Hayne is in it. I use probably backwards, but it literally says both ESPN and TNT could be in the hunt for Haynes. That's actually oh dope gosh. as hell. What if they start doing that more? Like when Woj become a free agent, free agent. I will, I don't want that to happen because I don't care which company Woj works for. All I want to see is you tweet, sir. I don't care who's paying you. Oh, shit. Paul Reed just tweeted out, measured my vertical today. I started at 28 inches. Now I'm at 34. Just going to keep working until I hit 50. That's impossible. Nobody hits 50. Listen, if anybody can do it, it's Paul Reed. Legendary Paul. Legendary mm, Paul know. Reed. Can do if it. anybody could do it, it would have been Vince Carter, and he couldn't. So... Also, um, I think I said this, Dante, uh, the Sacramento Kings are declining the, to offer Dante DiVincenzo a qualifier offer, which means he is an unrestricted free agent. Nice. Um, I like DiVincenzo. I do, too. Villanova guy, of course. Shout out. Nova. My favorite college team. Who's your favorite college team? Uh, basketball? Yeah. Villanova. Actually, now that I think, no, Villanova is not my favorite. It's one of my, it's probably my second favorite. My favorite is Duke. Oh, my God, you're a Dukey. I love Duke. I love Duke. Say it. I love Duke. Christian Leitner is probably my favorite all-time college player. J.J. Redick is my all-time favorite college player. Okay. That's not a bad pick either. I like, I love, I love the, especially when he played against Maryland. Uh, Oh, yeah. I, I really like that. I'm, obviously, I wasn't watching basketball. This was like 2005-ish, 2006. Um, but yeah. I, I went back and I watched it. Uh, my favorite college player before uh, J.J. Redick, before I really like started watching J.J. Redick, I think was oh, – I forget. I forget. He, he, he wasn't shit. He wasn't shit. I don't think he went to college. It what? Was, uh, and how was he your favorite college player? Um, it probably wasn't. Uh, Sebastian Telfair. Oh my god! I I I love I love Sebastian Telfair. I didn't watch Christian play either. At least you know not live, live because yeah. I wasn't alive yet. I was. Um, I, no, you I'm weren't. Fucking, when JJ? No, I'm not, talking about when JJ was. Oh 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 yeah yeah yeah. But I I really like Christian Leitner. I really like Christian Leitner for some of the same reasons I really like AI. AI is my favorite basketball player of all time. Christian is my favorite college player. I think they were both very misunderstood individuals, and I think they used that as fuel in their like competitive competitive fire. I think you're saying AI obviously. What'd you say? I think you say the same about JJ. Like JJ, for sure. Literally, literally, like I, there should be a documentary about JJ Reddick. For like, sure, he had the DUI. And, he had the you know he was trying to deal with the shit that was going on. You know what's crazy? Most of the people who hate Duke hate Duke because they think they only like recruit white guys or like rich black kids or like from really good families or whatever. But that's not actually always the case. But Grayson because Allen. of like Grayson Allen, yeah. <laughs> but even like, but even Christian Leitner, who people hated like because he was you know handsome or whatever and he was white and he was really good. 
like he actually had really humble beginnings and he wasn't like a douche about being you know handsome like he he didn't really care about it people offered him money to like model and stuff and he was just like well i'm a broke college student so of course i'm gonna do this so it's like money bro yeah so it's like you know he was a janitor like he was doing work study in high school like he was the janitor at his own high school even ai like people thought was a thug and like Mm -hmm. All this other shit. And it was just like, bro, he's literally just been an athlete his whole life. Like, all he's done is play sports. But because of some shit that happened in a bowling alley where some other people actually started it, but because he was there, you know, he gets the bulk of the the repercussions. And then all throughout his career, the people call him lazy and all this other stuff for not really, like, practicing or whatever. But it's like, you, you can't show me a guy who's taken the game of basketball like the game, not maybe not practice or the other shit, but the actual practice. game, practice? the actual game more seriously than Allen Iverson, except maybe Kobe Bryant, maybe. Like nobody's taken like once you step onto the floor, taking it more seriously than than Allen, Kobe, and maybe MJ. Like those are the three players that I, I think think of who have literally never taken a game off. I was literally reading it like before. Um, me and Tyrese did podcast. Um, did you see? What? You didn't see when I like put it up. Put, no. I'm, I'm I'm my screen is showing the um the thumbnail. Oh, okay. I have the Earth book in my hand. Um, oh, you were reading it? Yes. How you like it? I like it. Like I, I'm Told gonna you. finish it. <laughs> Told you. Finish it. I saw boobies. Told you. Yes, they are there. Also, uh, Larry King's penis. Did you get there yet? Did you see Larry King's penis? <laughs> no, I did not see. <laughs> I'm not looking for it either. Yeah, it's in there, and it's 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 impressive. I'm sure it's not really Larry King's penis, it's but impressive. it's uh, it's yeah, it's uh, it's in there, uncut. In uh, both ways, and both ways, I mean that uncut. Are we talking about? But uh, I found it. <laughs> you found it. I'm not going to show the the full thing. But okay. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah. And it goes it goes down. Um. Yep. Put it over here. <laughs> it's impressive. I'm on page uh thirty. Oh, oh my god! I'm like two pages away from this. Um. Oh, I spoiled you. Yeah, um, I would have saw this, and I probably would have called you. It was like, bro, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm like reading, reading his very funny shit. Uh, I just want some more humor, bro. Come on, you gotta see, cause you know John Stewart got the Mark Twain uh, humorous award, um, this year, and it's basically like a comedy award. Um, like a lifetime achievement comedy award, and when it happens, they have a big ceremony at the Kennedy Center, and a bunch of different people come up and give speeches, like people who he's worked with or his friends. Um, and I didn't realize just how many people John Stewart put on, like Steve Carell, Stephen Colbert, uh, Steve the goat, uh, Olivia Munn, 
like there's there's a lot of Ed Helms. There's a lot of like comedic actors and and comedians who started their careers working either with or for John Stewart. Patty Mills has reportedly reportedly declined his 6.2 player option. Hey Patty. Interesting. Hey Patty. Now I wonder what that means for the Nets. They're fucked. Because because <laughs> Patty Mills no but no I mean like cuz Patty Mills obviously has more information on this Nets situation than anybody outside of the organization. Mm-hmm. So him deciding to do that means there's something going on that makes him believe that he should either go elsewhere or he's the Nets are about to have a lot of money to offer him. <laughs> I P- Patty come to come to the Sixers, bro. <laughs> it's so crazy that Patty was so happy to get get Ben Simmons there. Yo, another Australian. And then the I don't even know leave. why. I don't even know why cuz in in reality from what we've heard from the different reports during the Olympics or before the Olympics and during the Australians, a lot of them don't really fuck with Ben. Um, yeah, but not, like, not Patty. Patty and Joe Ingles, I think, kept uh, high hopes uh, for Ben. Um, well, I, I suppose, but and, and and Matisse was already used to it, so yeah, <laughs> he's already he's already going through it. So uh, it was it was interesting because I thought I heard that that was a, a pretty significant part of why he was not with the Australian national team during the Olympics. Oh, because he was mean, because a lot of the players just didn't fuck with Ben. They didn't fuck with it. So that's that's interesting. And it's especially because obviously Patty Mills is a is a professional. Mm-hmm, like so him saying good things about Ben doesn't necessarily mean that he's super hyped about playing with Ben. I think Patty so, Mills is one of those guys who could convince herself, even if he doesn't feel that way, could convince herself to. Uh, feel oh, that. sure. Of course. But now with all this turmoil going on in the Nets organization, maybe now it's like, all right, it's just not worth it. He was like, Ben, you said you were going to play. Yeah, exactly. Happened, like Ben's Ben still didn't play. Kevin and Ky- Kyrie's at a, at a standstill with the organization over money. And Kevin is contemplating leaving. So I mean, well, he did opt in. He opted. Kevin opted in, but that doesn't mean I he meant, can't uh, still Kyrie. be. Yeah, Kyrie. Oh, Kyrie opted in. Yeah, Kevin's still under contract. Yeah, but he, he Kevin signed the extension. Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they won't, you know, request a trade. Um, report: Lakers have picked up team options on both Stanley Johnson and Winyan Gabriel, what they had no choice but to do because they have no. Yeah, money. Right. They have no money. They have no. They had absolutely no choice. I'm going down some like some smaller things I might have missed in the midst of all the crazy shit happening. Knicks trade Nerlens. Oh yeah, Knicks traded Nerlens Noel and Olive Burks to the Pistons for like cash. Yeah, I did see that, and that's that's part of that move. That's part Jaylen of their Brunson. efforts to hopefully get Jalen Brunson. Yeah, see, this is my whole thing. They traded, they traded the draft pick on draft night in that confusing ass trade. Yeah, they. All this for Jalen Brunson, who... Well, I think at that point on draft night, there was still some skepticism on whether or not Kyrie would be available. It's, it's, it's more so to me, which was confusing, is that Jalen Brunson is a solid player. 
But you're doing yeah. all this for somebody who's not even an all-star, who never been on an yeah. all-star team, who you're just well, like shooting a shot in the dark right now. Well, I think I think with Jalen Brunson, it's more so what he's I, – I think if you look at Jimmy – I think Jalen is in he, – he has sort of a similar mindset where he turns it on – he turns it up in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which is what the Knicks who, need. Who did he give 40? Huh? He gave a team 40 in the yeah. playoffs with Luka. Was I, think, I think twice. Was that was that Phoenix? Yeah. Because that – okay. Yeah. I think that happened twice because he had one game where Luka was, like was playing. 38. 38, yeah. He had one game where Luca was playing, and they both went off. Um, so yeah, so if I'm if I'm the the Knicks, Jalen Brunson's a great signing. I don't know if I'm offering him thirty million but it's the a year. Knicks, so. Yeah, exactly. So, so they, they might do it. But they I mean, their biggest their biggest issue this. is the playoffs. They can't get to the playoffs. Julius Randle, Julius Randle, uh. Uh, R.J. Barrett, like that's it, you know, uh, what's his name? Their center, um, uh, Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, Mitchell Robinson, and then Derrick Rose. When you know when he comes back healthy, like that's enough to get him to the playoffs. But you need somebody who's going to step it up when they get to the playoffs because Randall does the opposite. Julius Randall takes a step back in the playoffs. Randall had a year where he was a fantastic. And then follow that with poop. Yep. Um, and I they, think he's now in a he's now in a position where I think he's he might be true. questioning he's questioning whether he even wants to play well with the Knicks. Not whether he wants to play well, whether he wants to play well with the Knicks. I I, I would think somebody like because he's already got his money. I would I would I wouldn't do that to myself. Like I'm not going to sabotage my play. If I'm not going to play, I'm just going to sit. I'm not going to sabotage my play having people think that I'm less than where I am. I mean, like I said, he's already got his money. Uh, uh, he's still more money to be paid. Look at look at Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin went two years without dunking, then gets to the Nets, and he does it in, like, the first two games. But that's dunking. Dude was still playing. No, I know, but I'm saying, like, he's – Blake Griffin was not playing up to his highest caliber with the Pistons. He has some games – but he, I'll put it to you this way: he did it. He did enough for teams to remain. He did enough for teams to remain interested in him. Mm-hmm. I think Randall is in the same boat. I think he's done enough, and he's doing. He's trying. He's gonna try and do enough to keep teams interested in him. I, I want to come back to this, but I also want to say that uh, John Wall um, got his buyout, only gave back yeah. six million. So. Yeah. He's, he just got deposited $41 million. I don't know if, yeah. it, if it's just like that or they were to stretch it out over a year or something like that. But yeah. either way, he's getting $41 million. I don't know what this contract is with the Clippers, but I'm pretty sure it's probably a minimum. Like, dude, you just got paid $40 million. Um, yeah. Uh, but Clippers were looking for a point guard. And they tried Reggie. They tried Rondo. But John Wall fits that. Um, point guard role that they need. Um, yeah. And the last time we seen him, he wasn't that bad. Um, he wasn't bad at all. He actually averaged twenty and seven, I think. I think it's a good idea, and I think it looks good on paper. I think they're going to have the same exact issues as a team like L.A. and Brooklyn. You I put together. So. You put together. No, no, no. I don't mean like as far as fit, like game fit. I mean you put together a team of three stars that are all 
injury prone. Like he was attempting six threes a game. Like the the Nets, Kyrie, James, and KD. James wasn't injury prone before getting to Brooklyn, but he did have some. He had some body issues. Yeah, he was uh, as far as like his weight during the yeah. playoffs. Right. Kyrie is injury prone. KD had become injury prone in his later, you know, in his last like two years with the Warriors. And now, you know, LA, LeBron, and AD, I would say, are both injury prone. Neither one of them play a full season mm-hmm. and will never play a full season, most likely. And now you put John Wall with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, who are both also injury prone. So it's it look it's one of those things that looks good on paper, but will they actually play together? Um so if they And do, if they do, how many games do they play? If they do, I think it, it works well. Um Yeah, if they play together it works well. Same thing with Brooklyn. That's what I was saying. Like if they play in the, in, together, it this, works. This is a but, way better situation than Westbrook Westbrook in uh LA. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Paul George and Kawhi can shoot. Um, Absolutely. I'm Broncos shoot, but AD is not. But still, but still, even with Westbrook, one of the biggest issues was that the two guys who are supposed to be his running mates are in and out of the lineup. Mm -hmm. So it's like Westbrook, as good as he is, he's not carrying a team that's built around LeBron. Like if Westbrook is going to carry a team, it has to be a team that's built around Westbrook. Like. A team that's set up for AD and LeBron to succeed is not the team that's going to do well when AD and LeBron are gone, even if they have a Russell Westbrook. Yeah. Kind of the same so, thing when, when, when the team is playing without their best player and it, right. they get talked shit about. But it's like when, when it comes down to, to, to playing in the playoffs, you're going to have your best player. You know what I'm saying? So it, you know, Well, usually. Yeah. Usually. But the Lakers, I mean, shit. Their last couple games, they didn't have LeBron. Their last like stretch of games, LeBron was out, so they couldn't even really make a run for the playoffs. So, like okay. you could say, had they all been healthy the whole year, sure, they and come playoff time, it might have been a different situation. But we will never know. We never got to see it because they literally couldn't stay healthy. They couldn't stay healthy enough to secure a playoff position. They was like, so they, uh, they said, uh, so with James ahead. Harden's first game back in Philly, he going, they, the crowd's going stupid. <laughs> oh, of course. They're going stupid. You sacrificed of for course. us. He is too. Yeah. We, he is too. We already know James, when there's no pressure, is elite. Mm-hmm. I mean, James is elite, period, but James with no pressure and See, a, a great co star is one of the best players in the league. I don't even think that it, it, it was ever pressure before because. We hated Ben Simmons so much that him just playing the game, playing at all, yeah. was like, okay, all right, well, let's cheer for him. Cheer for him. We're going to cheer for you loud as fuck because we want the other guy to know well, how much he fucking missed out. Well, I don't think with James it's pressure from fans. I think he puts pressure on himself, and I think it's the pressure from the media because he's built up this reputation of a guy who folds in the playoffs and who folds in big moments. So I think that's the pressure that's more so weighing on him rather than I don't think he's worried about getting booed. I don't think James cares about that like Ben does. I, I think for him it's more so the reputation and the 
the impact that it's had on his career as a whole. Because as great as James is, did James make the top 75? Yes. As great as James is, the thing that's holding him back from being, I think, what most people consider one of the greatest shooting guards of all time. People put him past AI. Like, huh? People have moved him past AI. Some people have. Not everybody. It's not consensus. And I think the reason why is because of his playoff performances. Listen, AI AI won a cultural ring. Like, he didn't win right. a championship, but he won a cultural ring. That's why AI people talk carried, about... He carried a team to the finals. Yeah. And that his route was literally one of the toughest routes. Like, I don't know if there's been a tougher route to the finals, except Some, maybe except maybe Dirk in 2011. All right, so somebody just came into our YouTube chat. Thank you. Thank you for coming through. Please, you know, feel free to drop a sub. And uh, he says, "Is the net, are the Nets really getting DeAndre Ayton? So there was a rumor around, floating around, that it would be DeAndre Ayton for, I think, Nicholas Claxton and some picks, I think it was. I could find it. But if if they if they could pull that off, the Nets could pull that off. Y'all y'all be in a good position, but obviously Kyrie is still the question. Yeah. Also, I don't think Phoenix I, I think Phoenix would rather well, just keep let me find the trade so I, I think Phoenix would trade. rather keep DeAndre Ayton and try to work something out between him and Monty Williams over Nicholas Claxton and picks. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Aiden is still a much better player and Claxton has potential, but Phoenix is still in win now mode. So I think they, if, if they make a trade, like a, a trade, a sign and trade with uh, Aiden, there is going to be for another established center like a Rudy Gobert or, you know, a, uh, who was it? Bam. Cause I think, uh, or, um, uh, Clint Capella. Uh, so this is the trade, a possible package in Landon Ayton, that it would be sending out Nick Nicholas Claxton, uh, Joe Harris, and Cam Thomas. Whoa, now that's different. Now if you get Joe Harris too, that's different. That's a that's a nicer that's a nicer trade. And picks? I don't think it was. Or no picks. picks. I think Cam Thomas or a pick. Okay, because be I mean Bro- Brooklyn doesn't really have many picks to begin with, so. You know, I, I understand that, but yeah, getting Joe Harris is a, is huge. Yeah, for especially for a team that was lacking that in the yeah. playoffs. Uh, yeah, Devin Booker had to take a lot of tough shots. I mean, yeah. for Brooklyn, Brooklyn, listen, if 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 Kyrie wants out and you have to move KD, you have Ben Simmons and DeAndre Ayton. Um, yeah, plus the the haul you're going to get for Kevin Durant, like the haul. Yeah, motherfucker is gonna throw the whole U-Haul company at your ass to so get now, Kevin Durant. So let's let's talk about that because Kevin Durant being moved is a legit possibility. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he wants to go? Where do you think he possibly ends up? Who do you think can offer the best package for Kevin Durant? Um, Boston can offer Boston. the best package There's- for Kevin Durant. If there was, if this was any other NBA star we were talking about, I would say it's no fucking way. But because we saw Kevin Durant do this already, the idea of him going to the team that just swept him is a possibility. <laughs> he doesn't care. He does not care. Um, yeah, he does not care. See, Portland is an option. He loves Dame. 
I don't right. think it, it would be either of the LAs. Um, just no. because, he, you know, it could be because, you know, Kevin Durant. But the money situation is not the same as as he walked into Golden State. Um, mm-hmm. I don't go to state is not an option. Um, uh, Miami is an option. I think we're an option. Miami could trade uh, Tyler, Bam, um, Duncan, first yeah. round picks off the ass. Right. Um, we could trade Tyrese, Tobias, Tobias, yeah. Matisse, whoever the fuck you want, not named Joel and James. Um, you know what's interesting? Portland's obviously, you know, they have Anthony Simons and. and Young pieces and they have picked. um, Yeah. But you know what's interesting? There's a team that a lot of people thought Kevin Durant would go to before because it's his hometown team. And I think they're actually in a better position now to win with him. And that's, you know, of course, Washington. I don't think anybody's really considered that. Because, like, what would you trade, though? I mean, you would... Rui? You would have to give up Rui... Um, probably. I, I do not want Porzingis and Kevin Durant on the fucking same team. I do, no, I do not want that. Not not because we would have to face that shit. Oh oh oh! oh. <laughs> like, I thought you meant if you were the I thought you meant if you were the Wizards. Yeah, like Rui. Um, probably. Uh, uh, Denny, what's his name? Denny, Denny, Denny. Yeah, Denny Advia. Uh. Gosh, Kyle Every Kuzma. Every fucking thing. Every fucking thing. Kyle Kuzma. Um, Kuz stay getting traded for stars, bro. Yeah, I know. Kuzma, Rui, Denny. Maybe Montrez. Is Montrez still with the Wizards? No, he uh went to the the Hornets. Got traded to the Hornets for uh. Ishmael. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, he's also not under contract anyway. Right. I was thinking signing trade, but. If he's not with them, then that's not an option. Yeah, that's not an option. But yeah, I mean, Rui, Rui, Kyle, Denny, and I don't know. I mean, honestly, they just, they kind of just cleared some cap space. So I don't know exactly how much they would have to give up. To do this, one, they would have to know ahead of time. Because yeah. Bradley Bill, I would not sign Bradley Bill to 250. That right. comes down probably to 200. Because we're right. going to need cap space. To right, build a team because see, because see, because Brad has opted out, mm. like that gives you the freedom to say, "Hey, look, if we can get Kevin Durant, would you take a more team friendly deal?" Mm. You know what I mean? Obviously, and then obviously, most likely obviously, year, Kevin. Though. See, the thing is, Kevin is not a recruiter, and he said, "Like, I'm not recruiting anybody to come mm-hmm. to Brooklyn." But Durant. we've seen, but we've seen Kevin be recruited. If I'm Bradley Beal, I would certainly say, like, hey, look, man, it's me, Porzingis. I'll take less money if you come here. Okay. Like, if I'm – if Bradley – if that's the the plan, I think I think that could certainly happen. Yes. Um, and, not, and KD gets to play for his hometown team and possibly bring them a ring. And that would definitely do wonders for his legacy. It, right. That would do – that would be huge for his legacy. But I mean, yeah, Kyle Kuzma, Kyle Kuzma, Rui Hachimura, and Denny Advia, Avdia, um, all together is like twenty-two million. So yeah, that you would you you would have, you would have uh, Ben, you already ha- you would sign 
I guess this will all have to be like a trade. I think this will have to be like a three team trade with, with Phoenix. Probably. All that to all the moving pieces because like money would not match up and you'll be overcapped. So this will all have to be together. Um, but it could happen. I mean, yeah. Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are two of the most unpredictable players in NBA history. To the yeah. point where this I would say I would say Kawhi else, as well. And for anybody else, this is just a pipe dream. But yeah. this can legit happen. And is yeah. Kevin Durant in the mold where he goes, Well, I'm not going to Wizards. I'm not going I'm not going to LA. I'm gonna go to fucking Detroit. Like that little shit Kevin Durant will pull, bro. Like Yeah. Cause Detroit, listen, Detroit might be okay. They might be okay this season. They were like, yo, listen, hey, my next chapter, <laughs> Motor City, here we come. Like, mm-hmm. hey, like, I would even, I, I don't, the likelihood of it happening isn't very high. But if I'm the Nets, I would even look at Denver. Jamal Murray. Like, Jamal Murray for Kyrie. Oh, it's about for Kyrie, okay. Like, as a multi-team deal, because obviously they would be cutting salary by moving Murray for for uh, Kyrie, because Kyrie's making like seven million more. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, that would I think Murray's on kind of a no, he's on the max. Never mind. Yeah. So Kyrie's making seven million more than Murray. Uh. I, I think a three-team deal between Brooklyn, Washington, and Denver would work out. Because there's not really – because here's the thing. The only reason why I say Denver is because Kyrie gives you what Jamal Murray gives you. Like, he's a perfect replacement. L.A. LA doesn't have anything Brooklyn wants. No, there's not really any team that could possibly be – Right. There's not really any team that could possibly be interested in Kevin Durant. I mean, in uh, Kyrie Irving – that have something that, you know, Brooklyn wants. And, but uh, if you're going into a rebuild, Jamal Murray's Jamal Murray's is a great start. <laughs> like Jamal Murray, Ben Simmons. Like probably, that's that's not bad. Probably could swing a trade because now you have more assets to get a yeah. Young, a, and, uh, but then this this is my whole thing. This will most likely happen next year. Hold on, Keith. Keep talking. Um, this is most likely, like I said, happen next year. This is not a this year thing because if Kyrie opts in, this is uh, this is the team. They're going to go with that team. Brooklyn's going to take a chance on that team. Obviously, signing trades are still open because he opted in. It, it would be actually be easier to uh, to trade Kyrie with a one year deal than for him to sign a multiple year deal because teams just do not trust him. Um, yeah, I, I think I think I think the deal can happen. Once again, they're they're very unpredictable. Um, what, what is this? What is this? Am I getting updated? What, is something else happened? Did something else just happen? No, they're just pre- reporting that Patty Mills, uh, Patty Mills, Bleach Report just reported that Patty Mills opted out, which we already knew. Um, yeah, the, the Spurs, I I understand it for the Spurs, but like I don't I don't really get it though. I really don't. Um, as Sean steps away for a little bit, um, we got two people in the stream. Uh, please drop a like. You know, 
trying to grow. Trade Young, which I mean, Hawks. Trade, man, this is. Tomorrow, tomorrow's podcast is going to be fucking crazy, bro. It's going to be absolutely fucking crazy. Oh, man. Look at this. Tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow podcast is going to be crazy, man. Free agency. Yo. Yo. Um, The news has ran run dry. Yeah, it, it feels like it. I'm 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 updating and checking as well. I think I think oh shit. Oh. Are you fucking with me or did something really happen? Oh no. <laughs> Mills who attracts significant interest around the league hasn't ruled out the return to the net sources tell ESPN. Who? For Kyrie? Uh Patty Mills. Oh. So he just wants more money. He could be opting out to sign for less money, but more years. Oh, interesting. You know, he's older, so I'll, I'll take Patty Mills. <laughs> I'll take him in a heartbeat. Yeah. We want to give, hey, bro, we, listen, we're already into fucking signing uh, older players for multiple years. Uh, we did Al Horford. We're about to do it with PJ. Come on, bro. Yeah. You it, Literally, Patty Mills for like a but month. But Patty can contribute, though. Like, he can contribute. And yes. He doesn't have to do, he doesn't have to adjust to contribute on this team. Petty, the whole thing with Al Horford was like, we can bring him in and he could play the four. And it's like, bro, why are we even Al trying Horford. that? This is the thing about Al Horford. One, the contract was too much. Two, yeah. he would work with this team. I don't know about that. I personally think so. Because I, I think know. him and, what's the difference between him and PJ Tucker? I, I, I don't know. I still don't know if he's qu- – I still don't know if I would say he's quick enough. I mean, PJ is eventually going to slow down. Yeah. Um. So, I think I think he did a good job. I mean, he was guarding Curry. I mean, he wasn't – I mean, you're not going to stop Curry. But, like, you know, yeah. if, if you if they if you trust him enough to even be in that situation where you're not even trying to make a double team when you, you allow him to guard Curry straight up, I think I think, I think Al Horford could have worked. With this team. Yeah. I mean. I. I. I, I don't know. I'm Without still skeptical. Ben the idea of the idea of two bigs on the floor at once is still like. Yeah. I don't know. It's still a little little iffy for me. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess. I guess. But like two legit bigs. Not. Not. Like a shooting big. Like Carl Anthony Towns and Al Horford. If that was the case, if that was the case, then I would say it could definitely work. This isn't necessarily news. This is more so kind of uh, throwing a wrench into what we already know. Um, the Miami Heat are dark horse for Jalen Brunson. Interesting. They would have to trade one Kyler. That contract is not yeah. pleasing, um, especially with his injuries um, that he already had, pre-existed injuries, and now he missed damn near the entire fucking playoffs because of hamstring um, injuries. Uh, they need a playmaking guard. Like, we, we've seen that they need they need a playmaker. Um, yeah. They did not do good. Um, Jimmy can do so oh, but so much. Once again, I said this in previous, uh, previous uh, episodes uh, – 
Jimmy can can be your best player. He cannot be your best scorer, also being your best defender, also being your playmaker. He's he's not. Right. He's not. You're, you're not asking. You're asking too much now. Yeah, you're asking too much. There's only one person who we've ever seen be able to do that, and that was LeBron. <laughs> LeBron. Everybody else is like, all right. And Kobe is like, I'm gonna be the best scorer, and I'm a guard, the best opposing perimeter player. But I ain't passing shit. <laughs> Michael Jordan, same way. Yeah. So it's like. We've never really seen anybody else be able to do all of it. And even with LeBron, him being a great playmaker has also been because he's been able to play out of the post. Yeah. Like, playmake out of the post. So, so he's because of his size, he's had, like, unique opportunities. And because of his athleticism, uh, you know, he's obviously super dangerous in transition as both a, a ball handler and, you know, somebody just running the lane. To, uh, this just came out 10 minutes ago. Uh, Windhorse ESPN reports on ESPN, James Harden will reduce his salary down to the mid-30s, which I kind of okay. expected. I kind of expected. Cutting $10 million. Yeah, I mean $10 million for us, for a team that's trying to compete. Anything. Right. anything so, so anything. far, if that's the case, so far, we've cut $12 million. And then potentially traded Tobias. Cuts thirty-seven. Right. Um, well, no, I just mean from next year's salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we trade, if we trade Tobias to the Kings and we get fourteen, you no, know, Al Horford. I mean, not Al Horford. Jesus Christ. Uh, we get, we PJ. get um, who? PJ. No, I'm saying if we trade, if we trade Al Horford to the Kings and we get Harrison Barnes in return, we we'll go trade Al Horford, who we don't have. Tobias, if we trade Tobias <laughs> to the Kings and we get Harrison Barnes in return. I could have just corrected you, but I was we're like, not, I need to be an asshole right now. We're not cutting. We're, we're That's like, what, $5 million Off of next year's salary. Tobias to the Kings. Uh, for, to, for, uh, for Harrison Barnes. That is more like than Tobias, that. Tobias and Matisse to the Kings for Harrison Barnes. To, another makes like $2 million. Yeah, um, another like friend, Sparks. like whatever player, and maybe a, De- a couple De- picks. Uh, Devontae uh, DiVincenzo. Dante, yeah, Dante, that would work. Dante DiVincenzo. Um, oh, they can't. They they left it up all. They didn't qualify him or nothing. They didn't. Oh, right. They did because he was a restricted free agent. Yeah, they they. They didn't. They didn't do the qualifying offer. So he's unrestricted. Um. They can't re-sign him. They can resign him, but it, it it they lose bird rights. That is, I, we don't care about that. I mean, if it was to be a sign and trade, and we were like, "Hey, we want Divincenzo," then it's like, "All right, we just have to try and sign him again and do a signing trade." Um, there's 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 a re- kind of a report. Uh, Lou Dort is linked to the Sixers. Um, yeah, I heard that. Um, I heard that. OKC. Tobias and Matisse for Lou Dort and a like a gang of picks, right? I would love this. What is are it? Are you are you can you see the uh the me? <laughs> the me? Can I see the you? No, I can't. You are you you got multiple monitors? No, not you hooked s- up at least. You suck. You I know, suck. I'm sorry. Uh I'm gonna send it to your phone. My other monitor is is not hooked up. I need a longer HDMI cord. Is my audio? Oh, my audio's out. Yeah. No. Oh, well, it was. It's not anymore. 
the, uh, reportedly, reportedly, this these are the jerseys that we. Oh, I saw, I saw. Talking about the city editions. The city edition jerseys. Yeah, but yeah, I saw them. Did you really see them? I did. Or are these? Oh, these might be the classic jerseys. The the black ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw them. For all those wanting to see it, look at this. Oh my god, oh my god, bro! I would love that, bro. When I started watching the Sixers, we didn't even have those jerseys. We had those corny ass jerseys. Greg Pogovich, the expectation the expectation is that he is going to return. Yeah, I don't. I never saw Pop leaving. At least not for another team. If he left, he's retiring. Yeah. I thought he probably would want to wrap it up. You did everything you could. Um. This team is going now backwards. You're going into a full rebuild. Um, exactly. Oh, one minute ago, Woj says this: the Atlanta, the Atlanta, they uh, are not done dealing. They still been engaged on John Collins. All right, Atlanta, Atlanta, <laughs> going fuck around and you know get me a little scared. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, already got PTSD. Listen, um, if we get if we get PJ Tucker, I'm not scared of Atlanta. If we get PJ Tucker and we keep Matisse, I I'm, I'm okay. You yeah, know? exactly. If we get PJ Tucker and we keep Matisse, I'm not scared. Or of get a Gary Harris, who I really favor more um, than a Matisse. Um, but it seems. Oh, oh yeah, and um, Minnesota is shopping D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, I would assume so. Um, I'm really surprised that Minnesota has not completely blown it up. Like, I'm shocked. I don't understand what they're doing. It, no one does. It's Minnesota. Like, just just blow it up and build around Anthony Edwards. Like, I don't understand what the problem is. Like, what the, what the hesitation or what the confusion is. Trade D'Angelo Russell for picks. Trade Cat for picks. Like, just get rid of both of them. You're you, you going to get something back for Cat. Uh, for both of them. I think DeAndre Russell, you you probably get a first round pick back, but I ain't giving you too much. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll fucking take it. I'll take it. But uh, I don't even know I don't even know where he would go and I I still I would try. I would try and do something. There is there a team that needs a guard that needs a that needs a young ish point guard who can shoot the three? Who isn't a particularly great playoff performer? The Lakers. <laughs> hey, Lakers, it is. Trade. You're Real gonna trade, shit. You're gonna trade. You're gonna trade him for Russell Westbrook in picks, and then Russell West. Well, no, because the Lakers don't really have picks. Mm. Bru- yeah, it just reported right now that Brunson is expected to meet with the Heat. I forgot they do. What the do you think about? Picks. What do you think about OKC? What you mean? Oh, I would. Russell. I might. Yeah, I might do D'Angelo Russell to OKC for picks. See, this is the whole thing, right? Obviously, OKC has a lot of picks, and they're going to have to trade some because you're not going to be picking ten players every draft. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't do that. Um, if you're OKC, you would have to trade me a pick to get that draft to pick up D'Angelo Russell. If I'm OKC. But then, what do you give in return? What you mean? 
Like, what do you give in return for D'Angelo Russell in that pick? I'm going to give you my least favorable picks. Like, the picks from teams that I think are going to compete. Well, as long as there's multiple first-round picks, I'll take it. Because, like, they did, that, they did that essentially with the Knicks. They gave up Milwaukee picks and, I think, Denver picks. Yeah, they I'll take it. They didn't. They they were like, well, they're not going to be top picks at, at all. Um, I'll take it because here's the thing. At the end of the day, if you move Cat and D'Angelo Russell, you're not going to be good. So you can take your own picks along with the less favorable first-round picks that you get from OKC and use them to move up. Anthony Edwards seems like the truth. Yeah, there's a reason. Ben like the fact, the fact that the the fact that the Timberwolves didn't have a a lottery pick this year worked against them. I think. Yeah. Because they are not in a position where they're able to do anything to improve, because they don't have the money, and they're not a tremendous free agent Who destination anyway. Huh? Who had they picked? No, they they got somebody. They did yeah. in the lottery. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. The fact that they didn't have a lottery pick this year hurt worked against them. I know they definitely got somebody because I remember they traded draft pick. They got they got somebody nice too, and I remember I I, I liked it. Hmm. Oh, oh, in the draft, you mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, they traded. They traded all their picks. They drafted players, but then they traded them. They yep. drafted Jake uh, Laravia, but traded him to Memphis. They yep. drafted Bryce McGowan, McGovern, McGovern, whatever. Uh, traded him Charlie. McGowan. Kendall Brown traded to Indiana. Uh, yeah. They drafted yeah. Cam. Tom- they they drafted Cam Johnson. I know. I traded him to Phoenix. I know. Oh, I know that. Yeah, Minnesota. They're they're doing the opposite of what they should be. Like, trade D'Angelo for some first-round picks. Trade Cat for a player who can just come in, who's young, and who's maybe about to get overpaid. Updated Hawks roster. Trey Young. Deshante Murray. Like, would you do, like, if you're Phoenix, if you're Phoenix, would you do Cat for for Aiden? If I'm Phoenix, Phoenix is going to have to trade draft picks because – I if I'm Minnesota, I'm, I'm going to want DeAndre Eaton and I'm going to want picks. No, no, of course, of course. And the cat, but I'm saying far, if you're Phoenix, if you're Phoenix, do you do that? It's, um, mm. it's more so if I'm Minnesota, would I do that? I mean, if the goal is to rebuild, and you can get DeAndre Ayton and picks for Cat, it's easy to say that in hindsight. But at the same time, they there, I don't know what their goal is. No, I know. I'm just saying what their goal should be. It should be to blow it up and build around Anthony Edwards. But it's hard to, for me to put to say that because I know they they would do that. No, of course not. Of course not. But I they're mean, idiots. Yeah, they they are. You can't. The goal should be trade D'Angelo Russell for picks, trade Cat for DeAndre Aiden and picks. Because these next couple of drafts exactly. are going to be good ones. Exactly. That's why Brooklyn decline to take the pick this year and they're going to take it next year. But right. draft is going to be deeper, even though this draft was kind of deep. Uh, EJ Liddell, everyone knows that's my favorite person, uh, got drafted in the second round. Um, yeah. 40th pick goes into going to the Pelicans. I wish him nothing but what the do best. You, Future what do you think about this report that Chet 
sabotage some of his workouts? Um, hey, I mean, Jalil Okafor didn't work out for us, so. Right, and Sam did not care. <laughs> yeah, I do not care. You're going to come here, we're going to waste th- two years of your career, and then you're going to be out the league. <laughs> Essentially. If anything, honestly, if anything, Jalil Okafor is lucky we picked him. Because if he ends up anywhere else, he doesn't have the opportunity to put up those 18 points a game but also, and play all those minutes. Like I said, if he ends up anywhere else, he's still in the NBA. Probably, maybe, perhaps, perhaps. I think he's still in the NBA. I mean, look at Ennis Cantor. They're damn near black ball for that man from the league. Yep. But, but Ennis had a lot. He got lost. Ennis had a, uh, yeah. So, I mean... I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like if I feel like if Jalil got drafted to, you know, L.A., he still gets traded. Like, it doesn't really. He, I think, he, because of his style of play and because of just the intangibles, like him not developing a three point shot and not really working on, you know, the other side of the ball, getting better defensively. I think he ends up with a lackluster career either way but at least with us he had the chance to show what he could do offensively on a team where he literally was the offense like we didn't win shit was the problem but he still had a season where he could go out and just be him and put up 18 we literally points a game. won 10 games that year yeah oh I but wanted- he showed he showed what he showed his potential i wanted to show you this trade i made um and last time I made a trade, did not get that many positive views, you know. This one actually <laughs> did get positive views. Because I, okay. I I, it's because I actually explained why. I, like, wrote why I did everything. You can, you can show it on Discord, by the way. Because I, I switched the, the – we're not on the thumbnail anymore. We're, we're showing our faces on Instagram Live now. Okay. Um, well, hi, every, hi, people, if anybody's watching, the, the people who are watching. Oh. Two people watching. I can share it on Discord so they can see, but it's going to minimize. I don't think it's going to. Um... What do you mean it's going to minimize? Oh, well, never mind. Your Steam, your Steam is the reason we've just paused the preview to save your refreshes. No. No, I want I want people to see this. Um, so this is the trade. We trade Tobias Harris, Matisse Thybul to the Pacers. Hear me out. Hear me uh, wait, out. We can't. I don't think you can. We can't move. You can't move Alec Burks. He just got traded. Fuck. Okay. All right. <laughs> you fuck you guys. You making trades and shit. Yeah, him in Nerlens. Um, what did we trade there? All right, let's just change. Alec Burks is not here. Alec Burks is not here. <laughs> Cam Reddish is here. Cam Reddish is right here. Okay? Cam, I like Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish is right here. So, I like hear Cam me Reddish. out. Tobias Harris, Matisse Thibel for Malcolm Brockton. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me with your 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 your, your ears. Trading Matisse. Trading Tobias No. Harris. No. Yeah. Now listen. No. Listen. Listen to me. No. <laughs> no. Let me talk. No. Fucking no. I'm not. Listen, no. Listen to me. Scroll back up. Scroll back up. Scroll back up. So we're losing Tobias, Matisse, Furkan, 
Shake, and a second round pick. Yes. And in return, we're getting Malcolm Cam- Brogdon, PJ Tucker, Gary Harris, Cam and Cam Reddish. Yes. So we're literally just getting one starter and a couple bench pieces. Malcolm Brogdon becomes your small forward. What? No. Yes. Cam Reddish should be the small forward. No, if that's the case. Malcolm Brogdon is a one better shooter, two. He's 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 better shooter than Cam Reddish. Cam yeah. Reddish averages high thirties from three for his mm-hmm. his career. Malcolm Brogdon averaging 50, 40, 90. What are we talking about right now? There's, yes. Uh, all right. <laughs> yes. Because Cam Reddish is shooting like high thirties, low forties for his career from three. I can't even click on it. And no. he's bigger. So he's six five. He could play defense. He could be a playmaker. Okay. Malcolm Brogdon. I'm telling you, buy stock okay. on Malcolm Brogdon. Is he as good with the ball not in his hands? Yes. Okay. When Milwaukee won and they run the first time before they got eliminated, it's because Michael Brogdon was not playing. Yes. 50, 40, 90. Rookie okay. of the year. Bring him home. Um, okay. <laughs> bring that rookie of the year to Philly like it was supposed to be. But I still I – still, I want to look at the more – like how many of those are catch and shoot? How many of those are – doesn't you know what matter. I mean? He's replacing yes, it matters. Matisse Thibel. <laughs> He's replacing Matisse Thibel. Because PJ replaces Tobias. Malcolm yeah. gives you the scoring that Tobias does, while also you get also giving you same or better defense. He he does. Yeah, Tobias has three inches on him. But that's it. He's a better fit for us than Tobias. He will literally he's literally Danny Green with playmaking ability. Danny Green with play, playmaking ability. I'm not it's not a bad it's not a bad lineup. The idea of Malcolm Brogdon being the key piece in the Tobias Harris trade and playing him at the small forward position. That rubs me the wrong way he literally could stand in the corner and shoot and then if you don't need that but if that's the case you're not even but if that's the case you're not even maximizing what you get from him let me let me finish and then when you need him to he can go out there and get a bucket can malcolm brogdon guard fours and fives no but that's what pj's for and joel okay (laughs) i'm telling you I'm telling you, you just don't. You, but wouldn't you? But wouldn't you rather get Harrison Barnes, who can guard, who's, the, who can do the same shit that Malcolm Brogdon can do, and on top of that, it's just another big body, six eight. This like, is the thing, right? You can, you could go that route. You could go that route. But Malcolm Brogdon's under contract for two more years, whereas though Harrison Barnes, you have to negotiate a contract, and you would probably. Be paying him. I don't know. You. I don't know the. I don't know the contract. I don't know what, what it would be. But you would. You would have to negotiate a contract where this is already a guy who's going to be there for multiple years. I would much rather negotiate a contract with a guy who fits better than have a guy who could possibly could possibly not work out. What do you mean could possibly not work out? Contract, but he's under contract. He, this is foolproof. Malcolm no, Brogdon could do everything that Tobias no, did. It is not foolproof. He, no, literally, he cannot. What can he do? 
when I when I see Malcolm Brogdon virtually shut down Pascal Siakam, then I will say Malcolm Brogdon can do everything. Pascal's not that good. <laughs> not we that talking good. about? All right, okay, okay. He's still an All Star, and he's still got four inches on on Malcolm Brogdon. So when I see that happen, then I'll say to Malcolm Brogdon can do everything Tobias Harris can do. I would much rather have two six but eight this guys. This is what you're thinking. This is what you're forgetting about. PJ Tucker is there now. So why would he be guarding for us? Yeah, okay. But, like, they, but why, pre- why would he be doing that? Because there's still teams that have big players. Like and then, Boston. And, and then Boston has two six nine guys plus Al Horford. Toronto has two six nine guys plus uh uh what's his name? Chris Boucher, like, like they have, like there are teams that have bigger play. Brooklyn, they have KD and Ben right now, plus Lamarcus Aldridge and Nick Claxton. Like there are teams that have big players that we're gonna have to guard. Like having two six five guys and one seven two guy, I don't, I don't trust that as much as having at least one guy who's six eight, and a guy who's and PJ Tucker who's yeah he's under undersized but. We've seen him at least be able to guard bigger guys on the perimeter. This is the whole thing. P.J. Tucker will never have to guard a center when we have the best center even in just, the league. This or even just a power, even just a back to the basket power forward or a power forward who can score in the post. They're not moving him. They're going to have to shoot. But what if they just shoot over? <laughs> but how many power forwards can do that though? How many power forwards have that skill set other than other than uh, other than the KD in in, uh, in the East? Well, I would say probably. Well, I don't know if he's a power. I forward. I mean, Tatum. You could say like, Tatum. Okay, Tatum. That's technically, it. he's a. What that's you it. mean? That's it. What you it's, mean? That's it. I didn't even Tatum. say Giannis yet. It's, I'm not trusting Giannis jump shot, bro. I'm sorry. I'm not. He doesn't have to I'm shoot not. a jump shot. And then on he top literally of that, can just turn around and that, just do a jump hook. Who knows Giannis better than PJ Tucker? Sure, that's a good point. But still, I don't want PJ Tucker guarding Giannis. I don't want him being. One of them has to guard Giannis. The other has to guard Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez stays in the corner. And who you put on Giannis? But he can still he can, the best center in the fucking league. <laughs> but you can still, but he can still shoot over PJ Tucker or Malcolm Brogdon. This is the whole thing. This is the whole thing, right? This is the whole thing. He can, he can, he can, he can. But Brook Lopez is not Giannis. If you stop Giannis from driving, which Joel is going to be in the paint. But I'm saying, then the guy who has to go. And guard the kickout on Brooke Lopez is Fuck six the five. Kick out. Fuck the kickout. Joel is there. What you mean? Where's the Where's the need to rotate? Joel's going to be sagged off. Of Giannis? Yes. When is Joel ever mean? When is Joel ever played Giannis on a, on a perimeter? No, in the paint. If Joe is If Joel is in the paint guarding the basket and Giannis driving kicks to Brooke Lopez, who's going to cover? To close out on Brooke Lopez. There's no Six, need. Five, there, Malcolm Brogdon? there was no need to. Why would there be near, need to rotate if Joel's sagging? Marquise, what are you talking about? You're what saying you he's driving. Joel was sagging off of him. Why would why would PJ Tucker come over when Joel was right there already? 
No, I don't mean come over. I don't, I'm not saying come over. I'm saying who's – if Giannis drives in the paint, right, and hits Joel, basically a brick wall, and he can't do anything, and he passes the ball to P.J. Brooke Tucker Lopez, is right there who's in the, the corner. To steal it. Because P.J. That's Tucker not a... would not leave it. P.J. Tucker has no reason to leave to leave him because Joel can handle Giannis by himself. Joel don't need no help. Brooke. There's no need for P.J. to leave Brooke. Brooke's – but Brooks seven one just but throw if it Brooke up. cannot get the ball, <laughs> just throw because it. he has to. You throw got it a up. seven footer throwing is, the ball to another my, seven footer. Just throw it thing. high. If you're driving and kicking, I there's a chance that he throws it over him because a you chance. This, there's this a chance. This is what I'm of saying. Course, this, of this course, of course. There's this a chance you can throw it over him. But what are the chances of you throwing the ball over a seven footer? With his arms stretched out. When you're driving and kicking and the person does not commit to you and you have you have to throw it high. You automatically yes. have to throw it high and you're already off balance. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like you can't just throw it to him, can't do no chest pass because PJ's not gonna go over. He's gonna be right there. He has to throw it high. And then Brook Lopez if the Brook Lopez shoot over him, we be acting like Brook Lopez is Steph Curry. I'm not saying Brooke Lopez is Steph Curry, but when it comes to centers, big guys who can shoot, Brooke Lopez is up there. And then and then on top of that, since the injury, he hasn't been on shit. That's true. But we're talking about next season. We don't know what he's going to look like next season. He had a back injury. It's still months that he's had to recover. You know what happens with back injuries. What are you talking? Joel's had back injuries. He's still recovered. But Joel's different. He's African. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Joel, this wait, wait, on top of that, this is not wait, 2010. On. Players recover from injuries. Joel, jo- one, one Joel has showed me. Zach Levine has torn his ACL and he still plays above the rim or can. Yeah, but Brooke like Lopez this isn't is okay. But he hasn't torn anything. He just—it's a back injury. Like it's and not. Also, you can't he can walk with Joel because Joel can shoot still. Showed you that it did not affect him. When when Brook Lopez came back, you showed you that it did affect him. Now you could say when, a month. But later, remember when? But remember when Joel had his back injury, it did affect him enough for him to miss games. And when he came back, it he they purposely didn't bring him back until he's one hundred percent. If Brook came back before he's one hundred percent, that you can't compare that to somebody who's had all the time that they needed to recover. Okay, but he was literally out majority of the year. Right. I mean, we've seen Joe miss a year. Yeah. Like I'm saying, you can have a serious injury and still come back and be as good as you were before you left. But 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 PJ Tucker, and you think you think if if he posts up, if you have this this is my thing. This is my thing. PJ Tucker if, is a great perimeter defender. No, hear and me if out, He's hear me a out, great hear me out, small hear me ball four. Hear me out. But he's if not. You have a back injury, and let's say let's say Giannis Giannis they see that they have the mismatch right. Giannis, instead of driving, tells Brooke Lopez to go on the post because he has P.J. on him. He's going to be backing down P.J. Tucker. You got a back injury. You want to fucking do that? I still... For, 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 for a game. Make, let's, let's imagine that Giannis can't do what he wants to because Joel is there. Now you have to change the game plan. I still trust P.J. Trust Brooke Lopez. If I'm the the the... Bucks, I still trust Brooke Lopez to take two power dribbles and be able to put up a hook shot over 6'5 P.J. Tucker. Okay. But like, how often do you want to run that? 
as often as it takes for the Sixers to re- start respecting it and put somebody else on them. And then you know who we put on there? Joel. Don't Charles Bassey, the MVP oh. of the M- – sorry, no, sorry, no. Paul Reed, okay. Charles Bassey. We got no. bodies, baby. No. We got I still, bodies, baby. I, I still, to this day, think that size, versatile size, not just – Big Paul players, Reed, but sizes sizes is key. We could literally we could literally put Paul Reed out there, and your Paul Reed, one, he wouldn't have to worry about banging down low, because Paul, Paul he would Reed, be he would be on the. He would I be need on to, it. I need to see Paul Reed play twenty minutes without fouling out. But this is the whole thing. Paul Reed always plays twenty minutes against shifty players. Brook Lopez is not that, and against yeah. players in the post, he will be po- he wouldn't be posted up. Unless That's true. they they will have to see that, and he, Giannis could throw the ball over PJ. He's not throwing the ball over fucking Paul Reed. His lanky ass. This is all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna disagree. I'm not going this. This isn't a bad lineup. Let me let me start by saying that this is not a bad lineup. I don't think this is a bad lineup at all. All I'm saying is if if it was if it was up to me, I would rather have Harrison Barnes at the three or four because him and PJ are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. They can switch everything and he's bigger like that. And because I know for a fact that he is capable, not only capable, but can thrive playing off the ball. Michael Brogdon is a better defender to Harrison Barnes. Sure. Yes. But having somebody who's switchable on every three possession, inches, man, Three inches doesn't matter. No, you go to any woman and you ask her <laughs> if three inches do. matters. I knew you were going to ask her if three inches matters or not. Three inches matters. I said three inches matters. I knew you were going to go there. I knew it. I three inches knew. matters. It matters in the NBA and it matters in the BED. Okay, <laughs> the BED. it always matters. <laughs> okay, all right. Um. It is important. Kevin Knox is a is a free agent, man. We should go pick up Kevin Knox. No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> he said, bro. It was like, yo, they was talking. It was like I was watching a, a New York Knicks podcast. Uh, after it was like one of the games after we played him. After we mm-hmm. played them, I always like to watch like how they think about the team, how they think about their team and shit like that. It was like we fucked up. When this man opened up his coat on draft night, it had fucking Fortnite. <laughs> his motherfucker had Fortnite on draft yeah. night. He said, bro, we fucked yeah. up, bro. He said, that was like, we need a hood, nigga, bro. <laughs> they drafted yeah. this motherfucker. <laughs> Fortnite is not the game of somebody who's, like, a true competitor. Not to say Fortnite is a bad game. I've personally never played it. But played it, it seems uh, like a game for people who like to get along with other people. It's better now um, because they took okay. out that bo- that building shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Motherfucker, slow down on Fortnite, bro. Yeah, Kobe White is expected to get pursued by the Lakers. Okay, um, I just want I mean, to say that that news is dry. <laughs> yeah, news is dry. We probably should wrap. We've up. been out here for like two hours, almost three, bro. Yeah, yeah. Me and Tyree still have to record, so yeah, we yeah. might uh we might have to go ahead and close this out. I'm gonna check one more time, see if anything happening, and look like nothing happening. 
Yeah, we can we can wrap it up. We can wrap it up. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Untitled Sports Podcast. In all coming its to you glory. live in all its glory. Coming to you live from Instagram, YouTube, and our very own website, www.blackflagent. No, wait. www.blackflagent.online. I can't talk. I'm hungry. I am too. I, I just literally ordered while we were talking. Oh, well, fuck you. Fuck you, buddy. I gotta go cook. Like a <laughs> <peasant>. <laughs> I don't know how to cook, so. If it's not yeah. hot dogs, eggs, and waffles uh, that you could put in the toaster. The toaster? That's <laughs> not even that's not even making waffles. Yes it is. Shut up. All right. You don't know everything. Bye everybody. We'll see you next week. Well, no, we'll see you tomorrow. tomorrow. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow. 530 p.m. Eastern time. Free agency uh, special. For the free agency special. It's gonna be wicked. Um, what, five thirty to what? Five thirty until oh, I don't know. I'm off the next day, so you probably could dip off, and I'll stay. Okay. So mm-hmm. I will be on from 5.30 until, I'll say 7.30. Just as an estimate. I might be a little longer. If shit gets crazy, Sean is not going to want to leave. Yeah, exactly. So, But I'll be here until probably like 12. Yeah. I, ha- I have nothing else to do. Yeah. All right. Peace out. This is it. This is it for the, uh, for the, the thing. The thing's over.